Hey guys, this is Brandon. Uh, just gonna give you a quick heads up. Chris, Leah, Drake, and myself are gonna be talking about all sorts of spoilers for Game of Thrones in this episode coming up here. So that relates to the television show, the books, and any other material related to the series of A Song of Fire and Ice. So if you're not caught up by the show at all or the books, I would suggest you skip this episode. But if you're all caught up, go ahead and sit back, enjoy our rants and our praises, and uh, what is dead may never die. Welcome to the Going Off Topic Podcast, where two Night's Watch who didn't stab Jon Snow. That's right, we're about as authentic as a character arc in uh, Season 8 of Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's right, I'm starting it off, popping off shots early. Oh, I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we're Going Off Topic. <laughs> hey guys! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no. Back. Welcome, welcome to another staying on topic episode. I didn't think we'd be uh, doing another one so soon. Yeah, it was, this came on pretty quick, but, but uh, you know, it was uh, somewhat topical. Uh, yeah, very timely, guys. Yeah, very, very timely indeed. When, when did we have your episode, Drake? It was like two weeks ago. We said like next Three week. Three weeks ago. Kind of we like, yeah, next week we are definitely going to do a Game of Thrones Yeah, we got to do this topic. right away because the finale just happened. <laughs> yeah. And here we are a month later. <laughs> uh, so that's right. We have uh, Drake back with us again, um, as we said. So we did a second one in a row. But we also have another guest with us who you... Uh, May not have heard uh, since the third episode of Going Off Topic. We have Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza back Aubrey Plaza, with us. Folks. Yeah, front of the pod. <laughs> front of the pod. Oh, welcome. Wait, I shouldn't say welcome. You guys should say welcome. Oh yeah, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Aubrey Plaza, aka uh, also known as Leah Mazzara. No, okay, fine. <laughs> so yes, we have Leah back. Yes, very excited hey. to have you back. Uh, Leah is uh, a self-proclaimed Game of Thrones expert. I did um, not say that. <laughs> she has said it many times to I, me uh, and was practically begging to be on the show to just talk about all the things she knows about Game of Thrones. So uh, be prepared throughout this episode to get a lot of just facts, knowledge yes. dropped on you at mm-hmm. random moments, a lot of uh, fun trivia. Yeah, um, yeah this sounds like how this is going to go. <laughs> Definitely, guys. Yeah, totally not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, this one was kind of long time coming because, I mean, like last year, I remember you were like really wanted to talk about Game of Thrones at some point. And yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch the show yet. So the problem was you hadn't seen any of it. So there was that right. to deal with. Exactly. Yeah. And you then, weren't an expert like Leah was. No, I was not. Nobody is an expert like Leah is. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great to have a two hour podcast of Game of Thrones with no spoilers. Oh, man. Well, there's How no spoilers now. <laughs> well, except the intro that I already had. So That'd be pretty, yeah, I know. We kind of we, we turned <laughs> right. right into that skid right off the bat. Hmm. Yeah. Might have, to, might have to do something in the beginning before that. So. Yeah, well, I'll have fun with that. It's funny because usually when we do these podcasts, I can't see you because of the pop filter, and but I can see like the top of your head. Yeah. Now I really can't see you because you have this do-it-yourself pop filter that yeah. is, com- is basically uh, a wooden stand with a pantyhose wrapped around a foam ring. Yep, that's uh, so what happens when uh, you don't have another pop filter. So I got this at like, Admire for like 
seven bucks total and it and it works I and mean, I, and i've joked with you off air about this but now of course i have to do it on air as well i'm sure that was a lot of fun walking into your local convenience store yeah. shopping for some pantyhose it, uh, it was you know probably looking down both aisles like okay nobody's looking all right get the pantyhose and just go to the self-checkout line okay here we go <laughs> yeah it was uh <laughs> It was quite a ride, and thankfully I was able to get what I needed, and no one was around. So. It's just funny, like, you know, it's I'm sure, I can't remember which comedian made this joke, but it's something along the lines of going to, you know, like a store and buying very specific things and looking at the cart or, like, bagging the items. It's like, yeah. pantyhose. <laughs> Random circular foam uh, circle. <laughs> Wooden <laughs> stand. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. It's not, we don't judge. We don't judge here going yeah. off topic. Staying on topic this time. Staying on topic, yes. Game of Thrones, which is what we're doing. Staying on topic. Right. Off to a hot start. <laughs> so I think it's uh, wise to just get this out of the way. I mean, I want to talk about the whole show and whole series, like, book-wise, like, as well. But I think we should just get season eight out of the way, get that out of our system, and then we can talk about all the good stuff. Exercise all the demons, all the anger. Yes. All right. So. <laughs> shake it out. All right. So, what was your guys' overall thoughts of season eight? It's uh, size as well. Oh, <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> I thought season seven was really bad, and yeah. I was like, "There's no way that season eight is going to be worse than season seven. Mm-hmm. and it somehow was worse way worse it made season seven look like a great competent show mm-hmm. and then season eight was just garbage it's 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 a mess it's an unbelievable mess i couldn't believe it mm-hmm. wow i mean so like my experience was different because i actually watched every episode be- from april 15th yeah, to the finale like it. i did you sleep Oh, I slept. It, just, it was a very convenient span in of intervals, time. Intervals, like a fishing, like out in Alaska, like a shrimp boat captain, yeah. where yeah, it he was just a, kind of like slept in fifteen minute intervals. <laughs> it was very, it was very interesting because I was able to. The only episode I saw live was the finale. Like I was able to see up to that, but like actually having which is a, still incredible that you made it all the way yeah. to see the finale yeah, live. It was very convenient because there wasn't any podcasting to do at that time. And then D&D wasn't an option either. And for some reason, like, I had a lot of free time otherwise. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to watch Game of Thrones at this point. So mm-hmm. Stars and I, aligned. Yep. It, it just worked. And um, I actually had a whole, um, uh, and, and, I, and we still post stuff to it, you know, every now and then. But, like, I was, like, live feeding Chris the whole time, like, my live reactions while I was watching the show. So, oh, yeah. Like, he set up a Facebook Messenger, like, th- interaction just between him and i <laughs> and basically he would just live tweet essentially i know tweeting it, I, yeah. it's just the it's the best way to describe <laughs> like, it so, what his reactions to things he's watching and it's hilarious because he'd be saying things like gosh theon's such a jerk and i'm sitting here like knowing what theon's sacrifice was yeah. and i was like oh the boy the boy that's my so, boy i'm curious like uh what huge events were not spoiled for you because like the red yeah, wedding was spoiled for me so john snow coming back was spoiled so mm-hmm. that was the thing was like i was able to like basically get all of spoilers like i didn't know anything basically there's only like a couple things i knew like but it was mainly just like actors names and like being in the show and stuff wow the only thing that i got spoiled technically and i couldn't remember who died I couldn't remember. Lots of people. Well, yes. (laughs) But that helps too when there's so many. Yeah. 
But uh, years ago, when the Red Wedding happened, I had a friend on Facebook because like I was interested in watching it, but like I didn't have HBO at the time, and there wasn't HBO Now or Go, so like, mm. you know there really was only one yeah. way to watch it. So I didn't have a chance to, and I wasn't going to pirate it. So like, <laughs> so one of my friends was like, oh my god, and like he posted everything, and I'm like, wow, thanks. Might as well not watch the show now. And like for the longest time, I didn't, and then up until April, I got back into it, and. Wow, man. So, like, I... But getting back to season eight here, um, <laughs> I... I it, it's so it's so weird because, like, my my first thoughts of watching it, I didn't think it was as bad. I'm like, okay, this is... You know, because I was watching it all at once. I'm like, oh, it's nice to see, like, everything, you know, kind of, like, sort of conclude, you know? <laughs> but then, like, thinking it now, I'm like, oh, there really was kind of a few issues going on there. And, like, you know, I guess yeah. I had, like, Phantom <clears throat> Menace mode at the time where, like, like, oh, no, it was good. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I had theories about why you liked it at the end uh, mm-hmm. of season, like, when season eight finished. My yeah. theory was you got to binge everything all at once. You didn't have these spoilers like you were talking about. Right. You didn't have outside influence. You no. were very it, isolated. Like, my, my thoughts on that messenger thing, like, that's completely truthful. Like, everything that I said in there, that's literally, like, the reactions I got while I was watching the show. So, like, it's... And with that, you also didn't... Okay, for, for the people who only watched the show from the beginning, you didn't have those years yeah. of time to speculate and form theories and form ideas and all character mm. arcs in your head and where is this all headed. Yeah. And even further for people who read the books. So the people who read the books have been sitting here since like 99, <laughs> I think. You know, it's been a long time for yeah. them. They've had all of this time to have their own visions. and. Ultimately, that's not what I think people are mad about with season eight, where it's like, oh, what I wanted didn't come true. It's mostly that what was established and alluded to and built up, ultimately, there was no payoff for a lot of things. And it ultimately, there's just so many things to point to (laughs) that it's almost hard to know where to start. Before we we started this episode, Lee and I were talking about, in season eight, where they have the kid just like stapled up to the wall yeah, in that random yeah, in a heart I don't know what the place was called it was some village yeah. and there was all this symbolism with this this kid even was, in the poster like for season 8 like yeah, they had that the symbol of all like the dead yeah. characters and stuff yeah. and like and what happened I, and I said False to Leo, marketing. yeah I, I said to Leo, I was like what was that and apparently it's children of the forest thing apparently that's what the internet says yeah mm. so, i mean uh, so but why why did we even do it? I mean, I read some things. People were, were saying that it was a knock at the Night King, I believe. Again, super okay. expert here. But it was like <laughs> mocking him. Okay. Interesting. And wait, who made that symbol? The Night King did. <laughs> I, I think you mean the Night King was mocking the children. Maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, Leah is our Leah's expert a, on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of things. Yes. Okay, I, just, I should start by, I didn't watch it until season seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't watch season seven and go back. That'd be yeah. stupid. Um, no, I but jumped I, in at season seven. I was like, let's see what this is about. Um, no, but before season seven started, I was forced against my will to watch the show. Oh, um, uh, okay. I was basically told... Well, because everyone at work watches it, and they're like, listen, we're going to talk about this every Monday. We are going Mm -hmm. to have a sit-down at this table, and we would talk about last night's events. Mm -hmm. If you don't watch it, we can't help you. Yeah. So it was, you know, I was like, all right, if 
Yeah, I go with the flow, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's... I watched season seven. I watched all up until season seven. And same thing. I didn't really have a lot of spoilers, which yeah. was good. Um, I, I didn't know about the Red Wedding. I knew something bad happened. <laughs> Many bad things happened. <laughs> I knew there was, you know, a darkness. It's uh-huh. a terrible world. But uh, <laughs> um, I watched season seven. And for the two years that, you know, season eight didn't come out, I kept telling myself, you know, I'm going to rewatch the episodes. I'm going to rewatch the episodes. I'm going to mm-hmm. make the time to remember who's who, yeah. what's going on, all the different plots. And uh, I, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so watching season eight was like watching Game of Thrones for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so oh, who's, who's that person? And, and, and I didn't remember who Euron was. Yeah, well, a, yeah, you're on. Well, yeah, nobody really cares about you. Fun fact: uh, before his death, sweet uh, Stannis, <laughs> sweet Stannis uh, every time he appeared on screen, I was like, "Who's that guy?" Every time, would not for, remember. For Euron? No, for Stannis. For Stannis. Stannis wow, could not right. remember. He's who a pretty the, prominent character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I could remember was, and I still can't for some reason. It was the. Um, the one who was getting married at the red wedding. Rob. Oh, no, we're talking about. Oh, Rob is already Edmund Tully. Edmund I can never oh, remember his name. For, for me, it was the black. Yeah, he's the he's uncle. He's the uncle. Yeah. See, didn't know him at the a end. A lot of, of people season had that either. problem. A lot of people right. said the same thing. They were like, "Who is this guy?" And it's yeah. like, I don't blame you. This is his first he's time being back since season and everything. seven. He looked completely different. I'm like, wait, what? Who are you? Oh, wait a minute. I remember you. Friend was saying how we were talking about. Was that the last episode of the series? When he came back? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yep. okay. So that last episode, I was like, you know, it's kind of interesting because no part of this episode did I get emotional about. No. Like, not a single thing. You no, know, I thought maybe there'd be some sort of sentimental anything, but no. Like, oh. even... Are we not doing spoilers? Oh, oh no, no. We're doing spoilers. We are diving headfirst into um, this. I made a... I'm a basically, there was a warning before the episode. Right, so okay. It's, we are it's running known. right into well, a bunch of dead men. So, <laughs> so even when Danny, or when uh, John kills Danny, I was like, I saw that coming. Like See, there was, yeah, there yeah. was a part of me that wasn't surprised or sad or shocked or whatever. I was just like, yep, I makes was, sense. I was curious about your take on this too because you and I, uh, like we we do editing and and video stuff, and I, I personally, I didn't think they gave enough time to breathe. Well, they didn't, well, okay, Danny that didn't episode, have, yeah. <laughs> Or the whole season, the whole, because that's yeah. the issue here. I mean, Danny, granted, she wasn't breathing much because she had a she knife in not. her. No, well, hard yeah. to do. <laughs> in terms hard of, like, <laughs> I had to get something going there. But anyway, in terms of, like, the moment, it was it was a medium shot on her getting stabbed, where they didn't even show the blade, really. They just showed him, like, getting close and stuff. Yeah. And then it just felt like she died really quickly. I know it's cliche. They the, did the whole the cinematic look. death thing. I'm like, that's mm. not how you die when you just have a knife into someone. I would know. It just, it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, we're going to take a quick anyway, break. Uh, <laughs> that's just what I've read is that's not how a person dies when you stab them like no. that. It just, it just wasn't, a, it just was such a glossed over moment. And, and you're right. It was, you could see it coming a mile away. It was just like essentially you know, framed like an anime death. The second that John walked into that room, I was like, you know, she, he could stab her right now. No one would know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally you know. my first thought. And I was like, oh, oh, he did that. Way oh, to listen I, to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. I told you this, Chris, but like there's definitely a stark difference when it comes to uh 
like a death with the red wedding and he's learning death now he's learning <laughs> this guy yep i was saying that for so long um but he's been like, sitting on that one season two <laughs> but like with catelyn stark for instance when, like, yeah. when she died at the red wedding like that devastated me I'm like mm-hmm. i mean there was actually even a photo like i showed you like literally like my reaction to like everything happening oh, yeah and like you know that compared to danny and i'm like oh yeah well, you know my i saw that coming from a mile away my uh <laughs> Worst death, my least favorite death, was a uh, Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie's yeah. death was yeah. the hardest thing for me. Marjorie was one of my favorites. One of absolutely. I, she, I, I mean, Natalie. Wonderful. Natalie Dormer, Natalie Dommer. I always forget. Dormer. Dormer, Dormer. Yeah. She killed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, she oh, was yeah. Great. She was the perfect Marjorie Tyrell. She was so I love the Tyrells. I yeah. did too. Underrated house. They were very underrated. I completely mm-hmm. agree. I thought the same like, thing. Just the fact that she knew oh, it was coming. Oh, oh Lena Tyrell is one oh, of the best the characters in the Thorns entire is, show. Yeah, she's a top five character for sure. Letter. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was there was two deaths that got me really like emotional. Mm-hmm. First one was Rob Stark. Like his oh, death yeah, got me. I was like, not connected uh, to him. I, like, I, no, I, I related to Rob. I was with him. He was he one of the characters boy. I forgot about. If I'm being honest, because, like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> sorry, Rob. It's like all hail King of the North. Like they take his dire wolf's oh, head, yeah. put it on him. And I think like, the like, hardest like, deaths oh. were the dire wolf deaths. Yeah. Actually. Oh. And then the other one was Egret because like Egret oh, was just so cool. And I'm like, and of course Ollie. The worst uh, villain of the whole series. That was series. the most satisfying villain. <laughs> I know that name. Little, I know. You were supposed to feel sad when John who... killed a child, but oh, it's well, like, the, I the, hated that season. kid. Oh, yeah. gotcha. on, he had a name? That's cool. Yeah, his name yeah. is Ollie. And, uh, I'll never forget that name. Yeah, Ollie. <laughs> I sure did. You're, you're going to see I a forgot. sharp decline in people millennials naming their kids Ollie yep. after Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, so now we're talking about characters. We might as well just get out of the way. Top five favorite characters and least, like, favorite characters what I mean by least favorite so like, you're saying I have to remember 10 characters <laughs> yes but Shoot. that's gonna be easy for you the expert because the expert, expert yeah, yeah. <laughs> the walking at Game of Thrones okay. encyclopedia well, it doesn't have to be well, five but like just like your favorite I'll just characters. change out the vowel in a couple of them and I think okay. I'll knock out a few I, honestly that's gonna work Bran, there, <laughs> there you go, go. there's Got a two, two. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Ned and or not Ned there's a Rob and Robert I'm so there's sure. two more I thought you said a Ned like there's a Ned and Ed there we go I'm yeah. nailing it that's like six <laughs> yeah boom perfect. there we go there's your uh, Game of Thrones so by default list. those are my favorites and um, <laughs> least favorites <laughs> just kidding alright I uh, I just thought of my five favorites in no specific order because they're just gonna keep switching around right, all the time yeah, exactly. uh, so we have the Hound Ooh. love the Hound great, yeah. great character art mm-hmm. um, the Queen of Thorns he's my dog wait yeah it's a good one uh, Tywin Lannister, of course, oh, yes. best villain in the yes. show. I 100 percent agree. Um, Tywin, not Tyrion. <laughs> I go Jon Snow. <laughs> See, the change in the vowels really does. Yeah. Really. Jon Snow is probably my favorite main character. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he didn't really do anything in season eight, his my character queen. before that is just so great. From yeah. him becoming a bastard all the way to becoming king of the north. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what is it? One more. I think One more. So. Sure. Uh, I had somebody in mind. Um, let's let's just... Thanos slint. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, like, Tyrion, but only really seasons one to five. I see. When he becomes Hand of the King to Daenerys, it all yeah. just falls apart. Yeah, it does. unfortunately. Yeah. 
Um, I I have a few written down here. Um, no, someone can't oh, look at this guy. Yeah, he's oh, written down. Just saying, I got. Look, I wrote a few notes down. <laughs> um, Tywin Lannister is just. I love that character. Like he is like bad and evil, but like for some reason he's just a, such he's a so well written character and well acted too. Like he's so conniving, deceitful, and like just. He's, he's always he's playing the long game, too. like you know, and just oh, it's just so awesome. He's someone who doesn't let, and as as someone like myself who really loves the game Survivor, yeah, uh, he's kind of like a character that I would like in the show because mm-hmm. he doesn't let emotion cloud his judgments on what is the next best tactical move to make, right? And in Survivor, that's like kind of something you got to do mm-hmm. to win the game is you got to be. Oh, I really don't like this person, but it's more advantageous for me to keep them in the game instead of, you know, just, oh, I don't like you, so I'm not talking to you, or I'm getting rid of you, I'm voting you out, or whatever. You know, so Tywin had that the whole time, where oh, it was like easily. Cersei get angry, Ty- Tyrion get angry, all these people get angry around him, and Tywin's like, no, we're doing this. And mm-hmm. it just stayed the course because uh, it was all about strategy for him. Exactly. Um, Brienne Tarth, I loved that character probably one of my favorite character arcs like overall in the whole series overall uh, yeah she was actually one of the only uh, characters i felt like like they did right yeah like they're like okay that um, was that was satisfying uh robert baratheon ah, oh, bobby b bobby b bobby like, b the so best great in his five episodes <laughs> <laughs> but that he made it that he's much become impact, a serious like, meme lord lately like yeah, yeah. the show's over he's really it's, like i mean i mean he is the best king of westeros he, he is you, you exactly yes, by the thing when it's all over you look back and like god could we have just left bobby b b <laughs> please like like he was already going for like you know daenerys is like you know, hey, like we need to get rid of her like right now, kind of thing. You yeah. know, like he he knew he knew because he mm-hmm. she's gonna tore be crazy. down a Targaryen empire already, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, I'm not letting another one sprout up here. Like it's just gonna be bad for everybody if we just let this happen. Yeah. Um, and did I say Sir Davos already? No, uh, you did just now. <laughs> uh, Sir Davos is one of my other favorite characters as well. Yeah. Like he's just the best uh, character to just get a beer with for sure. Yeah. And he's just a genuinely good character. Like, I mean, yeah, he made a mistake every now and then, like, you know, siding with, you know, Stannis. But, you know, but overall, like, just a really honorable dude. Like, See, that's part of what I'm getting at when, earlier when I said that you watched it all at once and you didn't have time to be exposed to theories and all this. Because there was a serious subgroup of Game of Thrones fans they were all hardcore on Stannis and it was like Stannis the Manus Ew, he's no. taking it all the Stannis way he's our boy Blue he's gonna make it <laughs> and and when Stannis was out it was like oh no this show is going all downhill so there's like that's the no, thing is like, you just had such a the the fact that it was in a a kind of vacuum for you yeah um, like for me I lost like I lost all respect for Stannis when he went with Melisandre I'm like Nope, I don't like Stannis. <laughs> like, I know it's to serve his, like, you know, liege or whatever, but it's still like, I'm like, mm, sorry, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my fifth one would more than likely be, um, it's either uh, Ned Stark or Sam Ta- Sam Tarly. Like, both of those, like, I can't decide. Interesting pick on with Sam. A lot of people have, like, uh, don't really like Sam. Really? Who doesn't like I feel Sam. like he's pretty well liked. Yeah. yeah. How do you not like I, him? I, I'm shocked. Right? Honestly, the internet tells me that Sam is like awful. We don't want to see anything I think more from him. In the last two seasons, Sam has been awful. Okay. Maybe like, that's what I'm but getting. But what that's, makes him awful? 
Yeah, that's like, what I'm wondering. Not, I, I don't you know, know, just not exciting, maybe. <laughs> I, He's a dad with two kids now, so, like, yeah. boring. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that he had that one, like, montage of, like, chamber pots and, you know, like, for the masters. <laughs> like, is that what's causing all this hatred? Like, that, that's stupid. <laughs> I, may, I don't know what it is. I just, this is something that I have noticed on the internet is that Sam was uh, not very well liked. But, like, from what the are, first episode you saw him. You were just like, I hate this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, wait, so when do he came you in a coward. I, I don't hate him. I guess I just don't care. Right. There's too many other much. characters. Yeah. He's just further. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. He's See, just... But that's, I think that's more mm. the consensus. It's not like I hate. They're just like, yeah, he was a person. He was, he was mm-hmm. there. You know? He was there, yeah. you know. Exactly. This fight happened and then Sam showed up. Yeah. Like, just for me, like, it's it's always the Sam's. Like, you know, like Sam from, you know, Lord of the Rings, Sam from, uh, like, Game of Thrones. Like, just. For some reason, Sam's have always been like a pajama Sam. Yep, there you go. <laughs> like Samuel, just, they've always got your back kind of thing. Like I don't know, just like the famous Sam's. But you go on the other one, uh, Ned Stark. Just like I, I don't know. I just I really like him as a character, and like reading the books now, like he seems like a really well written character and stuff. And I really like how he's been done to the show as well. You know, but that also could be you know just uh, what's his name? Uh, who's guy? Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that because like him thinking like borrow me I'm like that's not his name, <laughs> but like he's just a generally well played actor. And, like I still think like season one is like my favorite season. Like it might be just because Ned's in it. Like it's just awesome character. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, those are my five tied. I guess you know. Yeah. Well. I'm still trying to think. <laughs> no, I'm talking to Chris here because he didn't. Uh, say his yet so well i want to start oh, off either. with my favorite character <laughs> my favorite character is easily hot pie um hot he's pie. just uh what a, what a guy uh, he, <laughs> what can what can be said about hot pie he not should much. be the one throne. Um, sure. no, <laughs> great cook much. wonderful he should have been on the iron throne he made a better wolf, dire wolf later uh that's that's true i mean yeah he so he he wasn't chasing the iron throne he was chasing the iron chef that's the, <laughs> the path Hot pie was taken there. Oh boy. Um, as far as like my favorite characters go, um, you know, I think I have a lot of overlap with you guys, so I'll try just for the sake of being different, do some different characters. Um, I was a big fan of Cereal Pharrell. Ooh. Uh, the dancing instructor teaching Audio how to he be cool. a water dancer. Yeah. He, what do we say to death? Not today. Yeah. He he was uh, such an awesome character that I held on to for so long hoped that he was going to somehow survive and yeah. that he somehow got away or that he was somehow the faceless man. That's like, why yeah. that people would say That's what like, I thought was going to happen. I thought that she had destiny wrapped up with the faceless men from the beginning and yeah. I was so... Oh, that's something I really need to get into is how angry I am with that whole plot line. Yeah. Um, I would also say that, yeah, speaking of the faceless men, I would say, uh, uh, oh my gosh, why am I... Jacqueline Hygar... Is probably one yeah. of my favorites. I do like is, him. Yeah, which is interesting because, like, from a character perspective, he doesn't really say or do much. He's just this kind of mysterious, like nobody. Dude, nobody. He's yeah. He's he's nobody. He's really <laughs> exactly. not even Jackon. Like it could yeah. be anybody kind of thing. So and, it's like, but I think that that mysteriousness is part of what made it him intriguing. Is you wanted to like know, okay, well, what's what's the deal here? What's you know? I think the the whole. Faceless Men period is probably, or the House of Black and White, is the most interesting thing to me in all of Game of Thrones. Everything yeah. else, I'm like, okay, that's cool. 
I want to know more about this. I want to see specifically the origins and the depth of this. Mm-hmm. And we don't, which is, you know, in storytelling, it's fine not to get all that stuff. It leaves room to just imagine or yeah. or for HBO well, to make more peak, prequels, yeah, prequels and spinoffs, obviously. Yep. But, uh, Fire and Blood. So, But yeah, there. so I would say Jacqueline's up there. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, Olena Tyrell. Dang, that's one of my. Oh, oh man. sorry. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, her she, too. Uh, there's there's a lot of good characters in this series. Like, she she could not have been played by a better actress. Easily, yeah. Yeah. I think that they could have given pretty much any other actress the same script. Wouldn't have been the same thing. Mm-hmm. Her delivery, her 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 scowl, all of it, just perfectly captured. Uh, the you know the queen of thorns right. and i read the books and she just fits perfectly what i had imagined the entire time mm-hmm. and just the way like her words almost twist the knife every time she says something her insults are yeah. so clever i mean her insults are veep level writing clever <laughs> and it just to me easily one of the best characters mm-hmm. um i'd also probably say sir barristan Ooh yeah yeah i'm really Is trying that the to go guy with the eye patch uh, not the no. eye patch. That's uh, oh, oh, that's all the uh, Barrick. Barrick, Barrick. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who's that guy then? Uh, the guy he, you just said. Uh, Sir Barristan was the original head of the Knights Guard or the or the King's Guard. Jorah's dad. No, right. Barristan. No. Somewhere. he's he was the he was the a golden cloak uh, in the beginning. Think season one through five. Jorah's oh, dad oh, was in the uh, Night Watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Barristan Semley, and he went over to go pledge his allegiance to, uh, you know, Daenerys back when she, yeah. you know, wasn't leaking crazy, uh, <laughs> all over with her fire dragon breathing. Right. Um. But basically, uh, I thought he, I thought the actor played played him really well. Exactly, kind of what I pictured. Mm-hmm. Kind of an underrated uh, character that. Um, I think deserved more screen time, and I think I actually think I was I saw somewhere the actors thought the same thing too. Was he yeah. was because in the books his character's alive, you know. Right. So there's actually quite a few characters that are like alive still that they're not now. And, yeah. You know, vice versa as well. Like there's apparently a death of somebody. Like I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Got to got to read the books, but like it's one of my characters, and that makes me sad. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the uh, actor actually wrote to the writers asking them not to kill him. Yep. And then they just went ahead with it anyways. Cool. Yeah, I had heard that a lot, apparently, and that's one of the problems I have with the writers. And I tried, uh, you know, that's the thing is I'm going to rip on them in this episode. But I, and my my younger brother will testify to this, he got, there were so many times where he got just straight up angry with me with how, like, much (laughs) I was defending season eight. Yeah. I defended season eight up till, like, the last two episodes where I mm-hmm. really tried to see the silver lining. I tried to be empathetic and understand how, yeah. like, this is a big plane to land. This is a lot of stuff to wrap up. But as I learned more about them and how they imposed their own limit, uh, their own episode limit, and basically were rushing out of this so they can go do other things, Yeah, I the, the matter I got. Because season yeah. eight and season seven... Needed more episodes. Honestly, we could have we could have used another season or two yeah. of just wrapping this up, and they didn't want to do it. They got lazy for whatever reason. Uh, that, Star Wars, yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars will do that. that. That it better be good. That's all I gotta say. Well, that's the thing is so, and that's what I wanted to touch on. I said a couple episodes back that oh we should get the the the, the oh. guy the guys who do Game of Thrones to do this show or for Harry Potter or whatever. Yeah. I'm totally uh, officially taking that back. Uh, I do not want them to be doing any <laughs> Harry Potter stuff. 
um, because clearly they can't see projects through to the end. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Why should start like you, you know you just said Star Wars better be great, but why should it be great and have Game of Thrones and like a burning fiery disaster? Like no, it's true. Yeah, it's but easy. It's not fair for the other fan base. No, know. I think it's much easier to start a series and maybe even keep a series flying than it is to land. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the fact that they just kind of bailed on it, um, I think is uh, pretty insulting to all the people yeah, that really uh, worked on it. Because the saddest thing is, on every other level, this show is phenomenal, if not the best. It's The acting it's is top-notch. Yeah. The special effects, the editing, the music, the, the costume, the set design. All those people who busted their asses to make all of this work to make all of this what it is, to make mm-hmm. it the cultural phenomenon that it is, just to have it crapped all over yeah. Yeah. with lazy writing. And I love how like HBO was like telling them, like, hey, we'll we'll have you oh, like, yeah, do they, more episodes. Like, we'll no, find we can finish this in four, but like, how about six? Okay, we'll do six. It's like, yeah, really? no one no one asked for that. Like, it's, yeah, on. it's like Patrick negotiating like wishes with the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> make it three. Make it one. <laughs> like... We can do it in five. Like, guys. I read a um a tweet or something, and it was like, I would love to see, like, Arya's adventure out in the world and, you know, maybe have a sequel about that. And someone mm-hmm. tweeted back, that'd be called season nine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, actually, um, speaking of Arya going out uh, west, um, there's actually a... Uh, I believe it's in Fire and Blood, uh, the prequel novel. And apparently there's an an ancestor of Arya's that want that did the exact same thing. Like she basically was in love with the Targaryen and then she decided, Hey, take your dragon out there and like, I will go on sail on one, of three ships. And they went out one ship sank, one ship went back to Westeros and the other one kept on going, which was the one that Arya's ancestor was on. And apparently she went so far out. There was only three tiny islands that only had like a, a like fruit and like just barely nothing at all on the islands, but she still went. And there's a place in what's the uh, southern continent in uh, Game of Thrones? Um, Are you talking about the eastern yeah, one? Map. Um, is it the Southern Islands? Yes. <laughs> I oh, so. or Summer Islands. Islands? No, no, it's, no, no, not that. Like the whole continent. Like there's a whole Essos. Um, not, no, no, the, the, the oh, continent oh, oh. under Essos. I didn't know there was at the Midsummer oh, yeah. Isles. It, it, there is, that's but it's not really explored in the lore. Right. Um, at least, like, in the books. Are now. you talking about Valeria? Because I no. thought Valeria was part of Essos. No, that's a disease. <laughs> Talk to your doctor if no. you have Valeria. <laughs> but apparently, someone found that ship in there. So, which makes me believe there's what's west of Westeros? Essos. Like, it's oh, basically. That's like a huge oh, that's why there's like um who's that one uh, uh i'm so unprepared right now <laughs> but there was that one woman that was talking with jora and uh daenerys out in essos though like you know she was like giving like vague prophecies and stuff and she was wearing that mask and uh she told them like to go to um to go to westeros what's beyond there just go east kind of thing. it's like she was basically saying don't go west like just go east to find what you need kind of thing so it's like it, it's it's interesting, like, you know, where the series might head into and stuff. Like, I'll still watch whatever they got. That's the thing. Like, I I really like this world a lot. And, yeah, you know, it's, 
it's one of the best worlds like ever created like mm-hmm. serious credit to george r. r martin and i mean i i read the book so like i remember reading just pages of him just describing food yeah just describing what someone's wearing like he goes into such depth and detail of this place the politics the family lineage i mean it, the relations between between all the people yeah uh yeah it's and i think that's what people really liked about it i mean just having those long episodes where just like a full several like 10 minutes of just dialogue mm-hmm. and, and that's that ended up being so earlier cool earlier season so good it was like it focused yeah. more on dialogue and character rather than just like spectacle and like battles and stuff so yeah you know and don't get me wrong like actually no the earlier battles were better than season i don't think there was a single battle in season eight that i was like yeah that was really there really was good. uh the hound versus the mountain not the yeah. mountain um what's it yeah it is yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clegane bulls Gregor, yeah Gregor Clegane that was um, great I will say one sequence and I told you this mm. and I'm, I'm I know I'm biased I'm a sound guy and stuff but like I love the sequence where Arya was sneaking past the whites inside the library in Great Hall in uh, the long night like that whole part I was like oh my goodness like this is so well done like you know it felt was, like jurassic park in yeah, the kitchen yeah, scene. yeah. yeah. like Definitely. It, like the tension was so high like that was like my highlight moment of that episode and i'm just like wow like, i mean yeah the cooling the cool death of the night can't get that was cool whatever but like aria sneaking past all those whites like going through like that was so cool like it had like yeah like a jurassic park feel it felt like the last of us the mm-hmm. video game for some reason i mean well yeah obviously because there's zombies and right. stealthing around zombies but <laughs> uh, yeah i heard a lot of people from what i've heard a lot of people didn't like that scene really yeah because it felt too um walking dead i see what you're saying well, i haven't seen walking dead see so they, I they are the ice zombies yeah so yeah, yeah. exactly like, once again like that's what i'm saying like i'm very biased like i was focusing more on the production of sound rather than like Arya just sneaking past these you know whites or whatever but, like i was more focused on like wow you can hear like you're just like all them moving around you can mm-hmm. hear her like holding her breath the drop of blood like like all that stuff i'm mm-hmm. just like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> well, and that leads me to like kind of the next thing that I think the internet is pretty upset about, and I I don't I don't disagree with them. What what exactly was the point of the White Walkers, the Night King, all of it? It just felt like it really was so much build up for ultimately nothing. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was disappointed by that because like I really like got into the whole White Walkers storyline. Like I thought like wow, this is the big thing we're dealing, but like. I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. The title of the series is called Game of Thrones. So apparently we're going to go back into, you know, petty conflicts that mm-hmm. kill thousands of people. So yeah. there's that. But but it's the only plot that is consistent throughout the entire yeah. show. Yep. From yeah. the very beginning. The it very is. first scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the White Walkers are pretty much an allegory for global warming. Yeah. And everybody yeah. doesn't believe it unless mm. they actually see it for themselves. Yeah. And even Going when they see it. way up north to the Arctic. And yeah. even when they see it for themselves, they might say, well, whatever, I got mine. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. like when Cersei was just like, let them deal with it yeah. kind of thing. You know, so it's like, oh, that seems very relevant. Mm. <laughs> I did think that with that episode that not enough people 
died with how many? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, I know huge... I'm not, you know, there alone in that. There were several times when Brienne and Jamie should have died. There's and a Sam. one part where Sam is literally on the ground, <laughs> and John walks by him and is like, I gotta, I have a thing. And zombies. Sam's like, yo, yeah, exactly. help me. And Sam lives? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Apparently. Especially when they showed how ruthless these things were at and the very yeah, beginning. Sam just doesn't like have dive bombing. Battle. The front of yeah. Sam can't battle. All the death threats. Well, I guess not all the death threats. Yeah, exactly. The, I half of the Dothraki right. died, and How, Sam lives. Right. Yeah, exactly. How could you actually think all the Dothraki died? Are you kidding me? Was it <laughs> the scene where we watched me? all of them all right of off them into died? the darkness? What? That gave off the impression that all the Dothraki died when yeah, all their Aurochs got me. snuffed out? Yeah. I yeah. thought that, you know, the fire went out with symbolism for I mean, that was death. cool, but like... <sighs> You know, but like <laughs> that scene. Okay, but that scene was actually like the coolest thing. Where where she with uh Melisandre. Melis- Melis- yeah, I always mix her up with you know the Melisandre. Yeah, yeah. Rest it, in peace. I do the same. Oh. Vowels <laughs> changing for a couple it, vowels. Exactly. That's all it you takes. don't have to be creative with the names, just the also, character development. Also, Tarly and Tully. I got that mixed oh, up. That yeah. too. And oh, like, yeah. that too. And uh, even even Tywin and Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. When you said it earlier, when you said <laughs> <laughs> you saw it in my face, and you're like, he was a great villain. I was like, he wasn't a villain. <laughs> <laughs> what did he see? that I didn't. Yeah. I, I watched a show from Cersei's perspective. Uh, well, in oh. that case, yeah, a completely that, different story we're watching. That is actually such a good point, though, you bring up, Drake, is that this is another show where it covers the morality spectrum in such a real way mm-hmm. that you find yourself, depending on who you talk to, relating to different characters yeah. in ways that you didn't expect. Exactly. Um I, I, my favorite character, I guess I didn't finish that. We were going. <laughs> I never started. This, so. this is going off, off topic. So. This is what? going off topic. Oh, I'm sorry. Staying off topic. Going off Thrones. Uh, gaming on. Going on Thrones. <laughs> Game of topics. Game of topics, yeah. Uh, and this is especially relevant in this episode. I feel like we've gone off tangents so many. Going off to I need to say going off topic. Why am I saying tangents? Because I said it earlier. Off topic. Going off topic so much in this episode, and it's going to continue. But anyway, my. Absolute favorite character in this show is Jamie Lannister, mm. huh. and that's you know see, uh, but what I'm up until he, the last second to last episode, uh, yeah, fine. he yeah. was just a character you just hated from the get go. He oh, had a yeah. he had the punchable face. No offense to the actor who played him, but oh, he great. just he's it means, a very handsome it, man. It, it meant yeah. that, <laughs> he looked like Prince Charming from Prince Shrek Two, exactly. Yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> and, and he, what I mean by that is he played it so well that you just wanted to punch him in the face because he like had that Joffrey swarmy, and yeah. yeah. Like both those actors are fantastic, but like the characters themselves in the sh- in the show and the books, it's like wow, oh, yeah. you are literally the worst person yeah. alive yeah. right now. Well, yeah, when I started, I hated the Lannisters. Yeah, and now the Lannisters are my favorite family. Yeah, it's. Yeah. And isn't that kind of incredible that it's like... Well, the only answer left is Tyrion, so... so your options are yeah. a little limited, <laughs> so it's pretty limited. <laughs> well, you know, you don't know... Kevin Lannister. Player 3 has been Kevin eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the cousin? Uh, uh, Kevin Lannister that, is in the books, but he's not oh. There was the one that yeah, got the, mixed up in the, like, Marilyn Manson cult thing for a little bit, where it was just, like, getting in on that cult life yeah. uh, to find himself. Uh, but... What most people do when they lose their way. Yeah, he's like, okay, yeah. I think I'm gonna just join this new club. I mean, they're they <laughs> give you clubs. They give you clubs, and you can beat people for not yeah. believing in free Kool Aid. <laughs> so anyway, Jamie uh, had the most depth I felt like of any character. Like, and had yeah. the like, 
I'm a sucker for the stories of the bad characters that end up becoming and he didn't even he didn't even become good. That's what made him such an awesome character is at the end he admitted he is who he is and he yeah. was just kind of like I know Cersei's awful. I love her anyway. Don't really care. And to me that was like cuz cuz if it was like if if he went to Brienne which was also a beautiful story. Yes. Uh, and was also still part of his character growth. Deep down we would have been sitting there like, "Nah, his his whole thing is with Cersei. His fate yeah. is tied up with Cersei. And clearly, that's what happened. And I felt like from the beginning, there was no way Jamie could go without Cersei going to. Yeah. Whether yeah. that was them going no, each other I, or together. I definitely knew, yeah. I definitely had a feeling it, it would be like a Romeo and Juliet type situation is what I kind of thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But they would be within the same proximity. It wasn't yeah. going to be. Their yeah. deaths were intertwined. They practically oh, yeah. incested upon it. Yeah. Can you shut off his mic? <laughs> I've been waiting to use that one. <laughs> <sighs> Chris, that was good. Not gonna lie. Okay. You have bonus points for that. I think what the podcast misses is seeing Chris's face as he's coming to yes. yeah, ending says, his pun. It's funny. He's like, "Oh, I so know what's smug. about to happen, but they don't." It's funny at work. One of our graphic designers, Ed, he was actually. Hey, Ed. He, he, hey, hey, Ed, shout out Ed, to Ed. Ed gets a shout out. Hey, well, <laughs> is he even going to listen to this? Maybe, maybe not. If, if we tell him he gets a shout place. out, he might get it. Well, the audience will think that he does. Yeah, so there's that. So. I'll tell you the timestamp, Ed. Yeah, there we go. Save, <laughs> save your time and cut to right to the part where it's relevant. There you go. Um, but basically, he said today, after I said some egregiously awful pun for the office, uh, he said something along the lines, you know what's the best thing about your puns, Chris? The fact that you just chortle to yourself after you say it. <laughs> That's what really sells it. Someone's got to believe in you. Uh, um, if you. If you can't advocate for yourself, then <laughs> okay. who else is going So to? I have another character that I like. And he's not a good character. He's very evil, and he's very You're monstrous. You're a Ramsey Bolton fan. Ramsey. No. <laughs> Sir Gregor Clegane, like, the mountain. I don't know man, why. he was obsessed with the mountain. Like, I got tons like, of messages, like, the mountain's the man. Like, when he... Because, like, like, he was such a... Because, like, I'm a huge Braun Strowman fan when I watched WWE back yeah. in the day. And, like, you know, like, I saw him, like, oh, my goodness, this is literally Braun Strowman in, like, no, Game of Thrones. Another interesting thing... Is it a WWE guy? Okay, the the wrestler, real wrestler, his name is Braun Strowman. He's act, is he on the mug? He might be on the mug. I think so. We got this guy. No. Yep. Yep. Right there. Uh, big beard. He uh, actually. Okay, that doesn't narrow okay. it down. Okay. <laughs> this one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's okay. Okay. So or the hot chick. That guy's Braun Strowman. Look <laughs> yeah. at his face. Does he not look like the actor who yeah, plays? Yeah. Look at his face, audience. Okay. No, this is for you guys. Look at Braun Strowman's face right there. Does he not look like the buff version of Samuel Tari, the actor who plays Samuel Tarly? It's actually a I meme on the internet where the I two of them it. look exactly alike. If you alike. mix Sam, the Mountain, and Cal Drogo together, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Braun Strowman. Anyway, Braun Strowman is like the real life Mountain. Yes, but like I was just so like, once again, terrible. Like even more, even worse in the books. Like mm-hmm. just he's done some terrible things, but for some reason, I feel like he's a really like interesting force in nature i don't know why like there was that one moment where like cersei was going up to uh the mountain like he's just randomly executing people like just in uh, the yard just just for scene. kicks for i'm fun. like <laughs> like this dude like is just a beast and like there's that one guy um who was uh urinating on the wall i can't remember who it was but like literally just like bashes his head like yeah. in the wall like i've never seen such brutality like in mm-hmm. a long time then of course we can't forget the challenge like what ultimately led to his, oh, yeah. uh, 
you know, Robert Strong version of himself. So. That reminds me. I need to replace Tyrion with Oberon. 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 Oh. I, I always say Oberon because, no, of, the beer. because of the drink, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oberon Martell yeah, is such a good character. I was thinking about him too, but yeah. his death scars me so yeah that was i try yeah, to th- that's a bad that was a jaw drop moment I think for me yeah that for is me the too. hardest death well yeah. okay marjorie still number one. Oh, but i think it's the death that i like i thought he was gonna be like a main character throughout the rest yeah. of the show yeah. and then when that happened i was even when he punched him and I, he lost all his teeth I was like, he oh, he, he's, still, he's still he gonna come, come back. back. No. He catches his eyes out. I'm like, oh wow, he's gonna be a blind character. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Well, such wishful mush. thinking. He's oh, gonna man. be mush. No, the part where he, he I'm didn't just see like, it coming. Stop gloating. Just. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Leah. I know you were on a you were in a good no. you were in a good headspace too. No, just, please continue. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted him to stop gloating. Yeah, that's yeah. all. He I just it was like stop, just stop talking. Just yeah. do your job. I yep. will say, finish the job. There was, finish the play, guys. Finish I, the play. I know I said my like the most impactful deaths earlier, but then I just remembered one that actually made me cry. Hodor. Uh, Hodor's yeah. death See, made me ball like a baby. I'm like, oh man, like and like seeing like you know from the past of himself and the current version. I'm just like, I'm like oh, like. No. <laughs> the only reason that one didn't get to me is because it's the only spoiler that I remember, mm. like, Ooh, for real. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I know that there were other ones. Like, I think I knew John came back to life, but, like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't as, like... Yeah, that, I did I not... I didn't really care. Yeah. And so when Hordor, <laughs> yeah, when it came to the episode, I was like, ah, yeah, this happens. The, so it wasn't as the thing impactful. With, yeah, like, the thing with John's death is even... Because I read the books where he died, and, but I, I never really believed it. He had so much plot armor, even in the books. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Okay, yeah. he died, but what's when's he coming back? What's the catch?" Is that and, where the novel splits off from the show? Uh, that's that's like the the last book right there. Is right. The, I think at the last like chapter is John dying. I've Wait, is that, that a Feast of Crows or uh, Dance with Dragons? Yeah, Dance okay. with Dragons. And, because it, aren't the last two books kind of like split? Yeah, yeah, where they're like happening at the same time, time but different yeah, I character so, yeah. arcs. Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, so it was one of those things where I didn't really believe it, especially because in the books they really highlight Lady Stoneheart. Yeah, the and, prophecy. And, and Lady Stoneheart is something they never, if you didn't read the books, is I did not. And I don't want to be that guy who's like, well, I read the books, but it, anyway. Those people are adjusting my spectacles. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Lady Stoneheart is actually Catelyn Stark, and in oh, the yeah, books, I did. I did, I did. She just started feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that. <laughs> Basically, they end uh, the third book, A Storm of Swords, I think, with the it's like the the epilogue, and it's the it was just it was such a drop the book moment. Yeah. Uh, when I'm reading, that they're hanging a bunch of phrase, and then the person who walks out is Catelyn Stark alive. And yeah. it's like, whoa, how is she alive? She got her throat slit. And it's because basically the Lord of Light brought her back. Oh. And it's basically in the books it says that when they bring you back to life, there's a little less of you. And mm-hmm. that's something that they didn't really do with Jon Snow. Because yeah. I figured that if he was going to get brought back, that he was going to be a little less of himself. Like even a little a little more cold. And that's why they call her Lady Stoneheart, mm-hmm. essentially, is because she's... Yeah, isn't that... with? Was it Beric that also got brought back to life? Yeah, yeah, Beric seemed to come yeah. back more jolly yeah. than the previous yeah. time. So that really... he was the warmest character. <laughs> yeah, exactly, literally. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, um, I actually like a lot of people like this season seven quite a bit too. Like there was actually a lot of like episodes I actually did like mm-hmm. in that season. 
but my favorite for some reason people don't like it but beyond the wall Ugh. like <laughs> I, I, I that know. is a very polarizing if not I know. the most polarizing like i don't know why but like just like that whole sequence of like trying to bring back um a white to there's an King's awesome Landing. youtube like, video of that somebody did that it's still up and it's pretty popular of basically uh, all of them marching out into the Beyond the Wall, and they remix it to the A Team theme song. Oh. And it's like it's <laughs> a team, and then they like actually do freeze frames. It's like Jon Snow, have you <laughs> seen Dondarrion. Um, the last episode of the series, and they have it cut to um, if it was filmed by uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Sixteen. Yep, thank you. Oh, really? I saw it's, that too. it's a cut with yeah. If John Hughes <laughs> were the director, oh. and it like does the same thing it pauses and it talks about where they are now type mm-hmm. thing that sounds pretty cool and it has like don't you forget about me underneath it yeah. or whatever I like that it's pretty funny there's, there's another a- one with uh, Animal House it's like perfect yeah. oh, really? I really haven't watched this stuff then I've seen one with Hound and Aria when they're just riding together and it's like just a story about the two of them and it's like yeah. I got a name rolling <laughs> on down the highway and it just basically yeah. is like clips of the two of them like together and uh yeah so those montages actually had better writing than season 8 so <laughs> Oof. I'm so like HBO w- was clearly willing to back the money truck up to them. Mm-hmm. Take however long it takes. We don't care. This is the, we have the best show on television to maybe mm-hmm. ever be created, and we have it. Like we don't care. Finish it. Finish yeah. it right. And they're like, mm, we can do it in five. Like, like it, it's it's so insulting. You couldn't even just give the the reins over to a up and coming writer or writers who right. would have killed for an opportunity oh, yeah. to do one freaking episode. But it's like, nah, no, we're gonna we're gonna finish this, but we're not even gonna see it through to the end. Yeah. I would have gladly waited a year yeah, to watch just more. four extra episodes. Exactly, mm-hmm. absolutely, full ten episode season. I yeah, I just I mean. The part that I, sh- I mean, I'm, sh- I'm again not alone, <laughs> um, but like everyone keeps saying, you know, people who didn't see Danny going crazy are stupid, and it's like that's not the issue here. It's not. It like a lot of people saw that she was going mad. Like oh, that yeah. was very prevalent in the show. Exactly. She said it many times. You know, other people brought it up. It wasn't a secret. Yep. Because she was getting, like, rewarded, basically, for, you know, like, believing in herself. And, like, she would kill people, and people would, like, applaud her for it and stuff. And you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm actually the good guy in this kind of thing. And, yeah, so that's not the issue. The issue was it was shoved in a bag real fast. (laughs) It was just crammed in there. It's like, you know what? We forgot that this was actually a part. Let's just do it real fast. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they just, they sped that up way too fast. It just happened all at once. Anakin Skywalker did yeah. Oh, oh man, that's wow. a good way to put it. That's absolutely. Oh my goodness, that's perfect. Uh, I, I can't take credit for that. Everybody on the internet is doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, after she just just destroyed King's Landing, burned it all to the ground. Yeah. Uh, by the way, what was the point of the doggone horse with Arya? No one that knows. We spent three thought, minutes okay. just watching. I thought at first I thought it was Bran. I Bran. I thought it was Bran. Okay, and that's like, a whole nother can of worms um, to get into. <laughs> yeah. So in uh, season two. In Karth, do you remember that uh, lady that Jory was talking to? She had like the Yeezy yeah, mask. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, the Yeezy yeah. mask. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, Danny, better watch out for a white horse." And so when it appears in uh, the Bells episode, you think, "Oh, the finale, rides Arya." Yeah. yeah, Death is going to ride on a white yeah. horse, and she's going to kill uh, Daenerys. Yeah. 
And then, but nothing. the writers got us again. Yep. Those sneaky writers. No. It's like the polar bear in Lost. The, the, <laughs> the horse doesn't even come up in the next episode. Nope, not no. at she all. gets on the horse. Episode ends. Next episode, Arya walks in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, that was, like, that was so, a nice five-minute horse ride. Yeah. Thank you, horse. You're what, free to go now. Exactly. There were so was many no times point. in that whole sequence of Arya running away from like buildings collapsing and stuff. I'm like, how is she not dead right you now? You know, like, I would have been so satisfied if she had died. I would have been sad. Don't mm-hmm, get me wrong. Yeah. But I like if the Night King would have killed her. I would have been like, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. she should have a died. Fair there. trade. It, a fair trade. Yeah, honestly, it would have made sense, but. Yeah, it's the talking about like the whole like drastic turn for like Daenerys and stuff like that. Like, there's one way I think probably kind of like would have made it a little bit better was you know how um Rhaegal um no sorry is it is it Rhaegal that her third dragon that got shot by Scorp- scorpions yep, yeah, yeah. I, I keep thinking like Rhaegis Rhaegal Drogon and Viserion yeah um I feel like Rhaegal being shot too soon was. The they could have killed like, Rhaegal in that that episode. They yes, didn't need to and do it would have been a good reason for her to snap. Absolutely, because right, like mm-hmm. Rhaegal being killed by like maybe let, let's just give the scenario here. So like Rhaegal survives, and Drogon and them are like you know going through just destroying all the ships. Like everything's just <clears throat> being destroyed, and then suddenly the bells ring. You know, Rhaegal and Drogon are like on the sides and stuff. You know, they're, they're roaring. Bam, sh- they can a, even do the same thing. You know, Shot to the throat. Cersei, I, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, Cersei just, like, saying, okay, stop, we've done. But Kyburn is like, no, let's change this. And there's a scorpion, like, that's, like, on the other side of the city. Boom, gets Rhaegal. That's when she's like, you killed my other kid. All right, you're all done. Like, Already that better. Makes See, sense. I thought that Arya was going to shoot down a dragon because she has such precise... Oh you my know, gosh! Her, thank you. Her archery skills. When like, thank oh, yeah. you. What, what does that do? That's all they alluded to with her character from the very beginning. Yeah, with the her, season one. Oh, with de- her season dad. one. Oh, I'm st- I'm gonna take the bow and I'm gonna do some shots. Girls aren't supposed to be doing right. this, but yeah. here I am. And when when um and then uh, they did it all what's in his name? Eight. What's the guy? Uh, Gendry. Gendry. When yeah. Gendry like is proposing to her or whatever, yeah, and nice. she's just shooting the arrows. That was kind of cringy. Over like over. Also, uh, Gendry got his last name wrong. What? Uh, so he's a bastard, right? Yeah. So uh, Daenerys and Gendry referred to himself as Gendry Rivers, but that's only if you are born in the Riverlands. He was born in the Crownlands, so, so he's, he's Gendry, Gendry Waters. Waters. Yep. Oh. Yep. That's huh. a good call. Yep. Interesting. But then again, these yeah, are the I same people. That. Same people. You didn't. <laughs> then again, these are the same people who left the Starbucks coffee cup on the table during uh, the... See, I don't think that's a huge problem because that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. became it a symbol of the catastrophe of season I kind of wish they left the coffee cup in there because, like, I don't know. I just think it's kind of like a neat, like... Well, and then know, there's the water bottle, right. too. There's the water yeah. bottle, too. Because, like, I'll give an example. And a cell phone in another um, episode. Mm-hmm. This isn't Game of Thrones, but, like, the third Austin Powers movie, like... When his airplane lands in Tokyo, they misspelled it. It's Toyko. Like I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of cool that they, you know, yeah, it's a mistake. It, it's not supposed to be like that. But like, it's kind of like a little fun thing. Like, oh yeah, there's the coffee cup right there. Like, oh, there's the water bottle that Sam was hiding by his leg. You know? yeah. I, I can't take credit for this one. I saw this one on the internet. But the the perfect way to describe season eight was season eight. It's dark and full of errors. Oh. Oh. Oh man. That was definitely in relate. That one was circulating, especially after the long night. Yeah. You know, where everybody was complaining how dark it was. Well, and like, like, season that. eight, it's dark and full of errors. Well, like, yeah. I saw the show, like, when I was the whole month I was doing this. Oh, by the way, I saw the whole show all at once, only for 15 bucks. Like, yeah, not <laughs> bad. Not a bad deal. Yeah. Um, like, I, I was watching them at night 
So uh, that was I... never a big. <laughs> so like that was never a big deal for me. <laughs> like it was already bright enough for me to like watch it because like I had the curtains closed. It was dark yeah. and like I'm like okay cool I get to see everything. But like you know people watching the daylight you know with their phone or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. okay obviously you're not gonna watch everything see everything out of that. So right that's well, my. Bill. I saw it at night and I thought there was something wrong with my TV. Hmm. Like I still couldn't see anything. It had a lot of um, kind of chroma sampling going on where it was like you just see big blocks of colors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it, it kind of made you think that oh man, I just it's just not. I wish they did the right battle here. during the day, but I get why they couldn't because it's a the long night. It's easier. And B, to, it's yeah. It's, it's easier, easier to composite. All yeah, that three. That's why like Jurassic Park yeah, takes place effects, at night yeah. when it's raining. Mm-hmm. Yep, and hurricane. also, it's winter and the days are shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's incredibly frustrating. Um, I don't know if anybody else felt the same way. Uh, the last episode, like you were kind of getting at, you didn't feel any like emotion at all. And I'm, I'm kind of with you. The only emotion I really felt was confusion and anger, uh, especially after the whole melting the iron throne. And then it's this, this big scene and it cuts to black. And then suddenly we're in that stupid freaking Landsmeet Council meeting, which I think is the worst scene so in the entire that show. that part, it's really interesting that you say that mm-hmm. because my friend had the opposite reaction. He oh. was like, that was the most emotional part for oh, me. Oh, no. And, <laughs> well, the reason was because it brought all the characters, all the the whole council was there and everything. Yeah, for me, people you recognize. <laughs> that, that like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, look at all these people. I'm like, I see Sansa. <laughs> that's Sans yeah. is there, Arya, then there's others. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not your fault because there are characters there that we don't know. Like the Prince of Dorne. Yep. Like yeah. who is this guy? We've never met this guy. Yep. He doesn't yeah. even have a name in the show. Exactly. He's just referred just to as of Prince Dorn. of Dorne. And yeah. so when their uncle stood up and he made his little speech, that I was, was like, fun. I don't know like, who that sit is. Down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had that other guy who was sitting next to him that nobody knows. I figured he was the Jojen's dad, yeah. Mira and Jojen's dad, Holland, Holland Reed. I figured it was Holland Reed, but I, I could be wrong. Man, I could be very wrong. Took yeah. me Who cares? Two days. Would he be like um, for the Reach or the Westerlands? Um, or maybe the Airy? Yeah, so, yeah. I'd probably say I'd probably say that. Uh, um, before, oh wait, no, Robin Aaron was for the Airy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It took me two days to remember he who a lot he was. By yeah, he grew up. Puberty hit him quick. He was like a Neville Longbottom. Yeah. Yeah. Where the last we saw him, he was yeah. like a dorky kid and all drinking sudden, breast like, oh, milk. And, hey, yeah. Neville. Yeah. And now it's like, oh wow, okay. He just wanted you... to be like Tormund. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Tormund. He's one of my favorite characters. Oh, good answer. How did we not have Tormund? I love his flirting with Brienne. Like that was like the best parts of season. He's like. Hey, like I can't show it obviously because it's audio, but like his smile, like anytime like he thought he was clever or something, man. like, like I, I saw a great meme where it was Tormund plus Brienne equals. Uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Oh, my <laughs> oh this gosh. is fun to watch. No, what was his name? He was in the show. He made a cameo. Ollie? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed, <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. So it was Brienne plus Tormund equals Ed Sheeran, and I was like, oh, "Yep, wow. that's him right there." <laughs> So, like, I heard a theory about the whole, like, why Bran's king and stuff. Um, there's, he's mentioned in the show as the the Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah, but, like, whatever that means. Nobody yeah. knows. But we we'll still don't know. know. We won't ever know. Yeah. There was, yeah. And this Might is, as well not have even been the Three-Eyed Raven, yeah. honestly. But, like, he's referred to in the books beforehand uh, with Fire and Blood um, as the Blood Raven. But he was known as uh, Brendan Rivers. He was the bastard son Brandon of... Brendan Rivers? Yeah. Or Brendan Rivers. Bri- 
It's B-R-Y-N-D-E-N. Oh, okay. Rivers. Mm. Uh, he was the bastard son of Aegon Targaryen the Fourth, And so he basically kind of has Targaryen blood in him. And, like, and a lot of people are saying like he was like grooming Bran to like, you know, basically have his essence go into Bran in a sense and possessing him. So like that's why there's like a huge like emotional change with him. Like he was very monotone. Like early in the series, you know, like yeah, he wasn't like, you know, extravagant or anything like that, but yeah, you know, he did have a personality. But once he started hanging out with the three-eyed raven, like he started to become, you know, less personality, like basically become a vessel for, you know, the three-eyed raven in a sense. So in a way, a Targaryen is back on the throne in a sense. So like, you know, basically all controlling like past, present, future, like, you know, like Dr. Manhattan kind of style. And like, I just found that to be interesting. Like it could be true, could not be true, but like it's a we very... We won't know because they didn't take any time to, yeah. to show it. Exactly. So. That would have been a great twist at the end, just right at the end, last minute. Honestly, I was I was even hoping at the end, because there's theories about the Night King attached with Braun and, yeah. and all that stuff. Right. And I I know, I always mess that <laughs> up because there's Braun in there too. And he's, you know, he's a brand. you think about a Wheel of Fortune episode about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so true. About King yeah, exactly. I know, Daenerys I'd like to buy an A. Ooh, so close. Uh. See, the thing is, Daenerys couldn't play that game because she's all about breaking the wheel. That's true. That's a good one. <laughs> Anyway, good one, Chris. <laughs> Reason why Brand and Night King. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so go on. Can't break these wheels. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, the way to stop the wheel was just by adding another wheel. Mm-hmm. Yep, and total yeah, two. Stark coup. <laughs> so, but, 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 I have a question about Brand. Okay. Um, so Westeros is pretty much in a dictatorship surveillance state right now. Yeah. Because you have an all-knowing, all-seeing person on yeah. the throne. Yeah. Um. So, if he can't have children, does that mean he's going to have the next Three-Eyed Raven be on the throne in, like, a Dalai Lama-type yeah. situation? Yeah, more than likely. Because, like, I know, because, like, from what they said at King's Landing, like, basically, once a king dies, like, they're going to basically, not necessarily vote, but basically come to a consensus, like, who the next king will be. So, it's not basically just on lineage alone. So, basically, you know... If Branton is like on his deathbed, for instance, like he could probably groom the next, you know, uh, protege he has, and like that that way he can transfer himself, or you know, the Three Eyed Raven transfers himself into another one, and then goes completely hollow and, and that's, stuff. So. That's kind of what I was getting at. Is I think it'd been so much cooler if even we just had one shot of Bran by himself, and maybe his eyes flash blue or something. Because yeah. there was this whole thing where he was connected to the Night King and vice versa, or whatever. Or he was the Night King. There's so many theories about, mm-hmm. it. but. Even if it was like a lizard thing where he like blinked, yeah. it was blue for a second. And then, yeah, you know, because then it's like, like this. Oh man, the Night King did end up winning, and it becomes yeah. this whole thing because he gets like kind of cocky in that stupid meeting for no reason, where he's mm-hmm. like, "Why do you think I came all this way?" One of the worst lines in the entire. It's a funny show. meme now, it's, though. It's yeah, meme. <laughs> and as soon as he said it, I, I it's like, Brand, you didn't stopped. have a choice. You were pushed here. Yeah, you're in exactly. a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So it's like. Don't and, say you came here and, for this. The, so it's like, what, you planned this? This was your plan? And it had such a nefarious like feel to it. It made you think, yeah. wow, is he really like, is there? Is he actually a bad dude? And it would have been great to just have a moment with him. But, of course, that would require more time, which of course, the yeah. writers didn't feel like doing. Thanks a lot, fellas. Really appreciate that one. So uh, basically Disney, in a sense, destroyed season eight because they're kind of getting D&D to 
do their Star Wars movies, so Disney was playing the long game in a sense. And no, they could have easily handed the reins over to some up and coming writers. Who yeah, would no, D and D did it. That was all on them. <laughs> they have no one to blame but themselves on that one. That's, I mean, not. <laughs> that's the other thing. Is I fine, get right? I get so mad that that their initials has like kind of been co. It's like with Dungeons Why? and Dragons D and D, and so I'm like, whoa, whoa, D and D is a Wait, beautiful, wonderful thing. That's why you make it different. You say and not yeah. n. Mm-hmm. If you say D and D, then you are talking about Dungeons and Dragons. But if we're talking about you know There's the so Riser times, show, yeah. you say D and D. There's so many times I go to the front page of Reddit. And I'll see like a D and D mentioned. I'm like, oh, D and D. What's people? Oh, oh that <laughs> that D and D. Yeah. Then you see it's subreddit Free Folk. And you're I, like, oh, I'm okay, on Free Folk. I, I love Free Folk. Yeah, so much. yeah. I'm doing some memes. Some what's, uh, memes. what's Free Folk? Free Folk is a subreddit where it's basically people who com- like hated season eight and like mm-hmm. they all. I think it's actually bigger than uh, the Game of Thrones yeah. subreddit at this point. Like mm-hmm. it, people are so mad about it. Like they're all like making stupid memes, making posts, like, oh, this is garbage, blah, 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 kind of thing. Like, it's, just, it's really fun to look at. Yeah. I feel like that's just going to turn into prequel memes. Oh, it absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it's, it's already become a bastion for Bobby B memes. I love, That's why my main reason why I checked that out, is to see more Bobby B stuff. Yeah, I'm sure that there's actually a bot, I think, on Free Folk. Mm-hmm. It might be Free Folk, where you mention, bo- you say Bobby B, and they have a bot that's called Bobby B Bot. And he shows up and he just says quotes that Robert Baratheon said God in the show. God sounds strong, man. <laughs> she belongs out in the sun, not kept in some crypt. <laughs> yeah, so he just has like all these hilarious Cat. responses. <laughs> There's actually something uh, I think would be kind of cool to uh, talk about here. So do you guys think the book will have a better ending than the show at what this book? point yeah it's never gonna happen you don't you don't think so if he was gonna write it it was gonna be done a long let's, time ago let's look at the facts uh george r, r. martin is 71 years old right now mm-hmm. and yep. he's not in the best shape no not at all i don't foresee i mean it took this long to write five books i don't oh, see him writing the next two in his lifetime I think was when, when season one came out yeah that's when he finished dance of dragons mm-hmm. like yeah it's not gonna happen does he have an estate? Because like I know the guy who did a Girl with a Dragon Tattoo series, he died before he can finish the series. Mm-hmm. But he, the estate of the author, was able to get a writer similar to him, and he was able to finish him off with the notes he had left, mm-hmm. and they were that's able to finish the series. Happen. I feel like that's going to happen too. I mean, if if he survives the whole time, fantastic. That's great. What if D and D write it? Oh, how about gosh. you don't? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be better off getting some actual DMs who do Dungeons and Dragons to write the rest of uh, Game of Just Thrones. Have Reddit do it. Yeah, Reddit would actually. I believe in Reddit. I, uh, we joke, but I believe I in know. them. I believe in them. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be like Brandis Night King. So yeah, you'd all have to work together. So but, oh, we're doomed. Never mind. <laughs> but going off of that though, um, do you think because of the because rea- like apparently George R. R. Martin gave somewhat of a like broad stroke of like how his ending is going to be in the books apparently for a dream of spring and like do you think that he says he's gonna be in do you think because all the backlash do you think he's gonna like drastically change the ending so of the books or do you think it's gonna be well here's the thing we're never gonna know either way anyway yeah exactly he's already confirmed that the ending is how he wants to end it but and i believe the ending will be good but if it's done more cohesively yeah. and had time to flesh it out yeah, yeah. Okay. honestly and that's the thing is 
I wasn't necessarily mad that Bran ends up being king or whatever. Oh yeah, because no. I'm sure that I that, that part my mind went to. Oh, this must be the ending that they he told them, but they didn't do any of the legwork to show why it's <laughs> feasible. Right. Legwork. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so, basically, this is your fault, by the way. I know, I know. See, <laughs> this is so. This was something that my brothers and I had talked about for a long time. Is that he? I we thought George R. R. Martin was going to use Game of Thrones and D and D the writers uh, as scapegoats to basically gauge the ending, see how people liked yeah. it or didn't mm-hmm. like it, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, well, just wait till you read my books. I end things a little differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys, you know, I would have spent more time." And he's going to just basically use it like, "Okay, people didn't like this, didn't like this. I'm going to write that. Okay, that perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I write the perfect mm-hmm. ending." Yeah, and I people think he wrote himself it. into a corner. He did a little, and which bit. is I why agree. the show ended so badly. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is, I respect the hell out of his writing, and that's the thing is, I'm I'm, I'm criticizing him right now, but the reality is, I, I love his work. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. The books are great, and honestly, I'd still recommend people read them because they're oh yeah, they're fantastic. I'm loving like the first book right now. You know, like it's just I really recommend people check it out. Like, but part of the problem is you're right. He had so many storylines, so many. I mean, so many character arcs and characters that. So were supposed to be lesser characters that ended up becoming something so much more because just fans loved him and he started to like him mm-hmm. that you get to a point where you're like well shoot how do i land this plane i mean because i got all of these things how do i bring it all together yeah someone said to me something like game of thrones ended poorly because um that's how they wanted it to be because they wanted to create this conversation of mm. why all the plots ended the way they did. I'm like, yeah. no, that's just poor writing. That's not, you know, mastermind thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, you know. It's called a spade a spade. Yeah. It is what it is. It's exactly. like it's not any sort of ending, good or bad, would have created a conversation. Yeah, it, exactly. I will say one thing that, like, I kind of, like, physically cringe when I did see it. For some reason, like... When Samuel Tarly was like, you know, like, I call it the song and not fire and ice. That, oh, I'm like, that I'm like, was I'm like, bad. Like, yeah, like really? Bad. He should have just looked at the yeah. camera and winked also. Yeah, like, well, let's break right? the fourth wall. <laughs> I know. It was even worse because he didn't even write the book. Yeah. 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 Like, exactly. He just came up with a title. It's like, yeah. Sam is one of the smartest characters in the show. Yes. He has been there for some of the biggest moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. And he's not even going to write the book. It's just going to be that jerk uh, uh, maester that nobody likes. Yeah, yeah. Slughorn. Yeah. Oh, my. Wow. I just knew. Wow. I just realized yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, I didn't realize that was Slughorn. Wow. Yeah. Like, Man. I, I love, like, all. okay, now we're going. <laughs> so, like, I love how, like, random characters, like, like they have, like, small roles. Mm-hmm. Were like really popular actors, so like Jonathan Price as that um, the Seven Priest, uh, like Grand Master Picel. No, not Picel. The oh. Uh, oh no 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 yeah the, you're right the High Sparrow yeah the High Sparrow he was the uh, father of Elizabeth Swan in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies mm-hmm. like that was cool and then um, Grand Master um, Picel um, actually which I actually got to meet him at Comic Con in really? GR in 2017 I actually have a photo of him. And I didn't like I said I didn't watch Game of Thrones at the time because I knew him for like hey years, I hear you're popular for like because I saw him in like Empire Strikes Back and yeah. Indiana Jones Last Crusade yeah. which he was fantastic. Wait, wait, what's in. he what's he in Star Wars? He was a pilot for the uh, AT AT walkers mm-hmm. on Hoth, so like okay. he wore like a big hat, so he looked kind of goofy. But, <laughs> okay, but um, like he was randomly in Game of Thrones. I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, he was kind of creepy in there, which the 
did a good job. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, I liked how, like, random characters and, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Ian McShane or, like, Ian Black. He was, yeah, like, Ian with McShane. the hound. Yeah, he was with the hound and stuff in uh, season six, I believe. Like, that was totally random. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I love this. Let's keep him coming. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and Ed Sheeran. Rob McElhenney. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, way out in the background. <laughs> yeah, Mac from uh, Always Sunny in yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, that one made me laugh so much. Yeah, that was great. And um, uh, the band Mastodon. Star, was what's his first name from Star. Freaks and Geeks? Martin uh, Star. Martin Star. He's Thank in you. it. Yeah, he's in the same he? episode with Ron, Rob McElhenney. No. Yeah. Who's he play? He's one of the guys who. Uh, he's the guy who gets his eye shot out. Oh, that. Wow. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. I thought that was Mac. Then he was a guy. Yeah, yeah, Matt got shot. Matt got, yeah. okay, then he was the guy, he's one of the other people on the ship that, okay. that's cool. I forget which one, yeah. but yes. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I, I heard, like, the reason why they got on the show was, like, D&D and uh, Rob were actually buddies, like, in mm. real life and stuff, so, like, they, he was able to be in Game of Thrones season eight, and they did some stuff in the newest Always Sunny season, so, like, they kind of, like, they're like, okay, we'll do a thing oh, for you, we'll, you do cool. a thing for us kind of thing, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they wrote anything or not, but like they were like a guest appearing or something like that. I there's believe. a there's a video that on on Reddit I saw where it was just kind of like some of the actors' reactions to season eight, and basically, uh, the there's an interview uh, person who asks Peter Dinklage about season eight. I saw this, and he yeah. just deadpan looks at the camera and and just like a dead voice goes. D and D are the best writers in Hollywood. Uh, they have. Such talent. He looks uh, like he he's looks being like a, held for like yeah, like yeah. a gun to his head. Yeah, There's, have you seen the one where someone asks uh, Kit Harrington oh, what yeah. he thought about yeah. season eight, yeah. how it ends, and he's like uh, disappointing. And then the girl was like, "What? What? What?" Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. My favorite is like, um, who's the actress for Daenerys? Um, Amelia. Amelia Clark. Clark yeah. yeah, I love her. Like. Facial reactions like, oh, yeah. it's like she's, she's like, oh yeah, it's great. Like, season season eight, she's like, uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't know what to say, but yeah, it's great being on the show. So <laughs> I think Amelia is one of, if not the best actors on that show. Yeah. It's a great because uh, yeah. she is such a goofy person. Oh yeah, yes, like in real life. In real life, yep. and then she is just this stone cold, like mm-hmm. ruthless dictator. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it just, it you know, I mean, I don't know her process to get into that or anything, yeah. but it's just like, it is so night and day. Yeah. Did you uh, know that, uh, I can't remember if it was season one or two, but she was battling like yes, brain aneurysms. Yeah, the aneurysms. Yeah. Two really? of them. She had yeah. two brain aneurysms. Jeez. And like, here's the what? thing. Brain aneurysms. It's like a death sentence. Yeah, she wasn't there, sure Not many people live from that. Yeah. Usually you don't even know you have a brain aneurysm. That you're just out like that. Yeah. And she had two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. no, that was terrifying. That is awful. So, like, I mean, we could, like, easily finish the podcast right now. I can have a brain aneurysm. Like, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, oh. the, one of my biggest fear in life is just having a brain aneurysm. But I guess there's no point in worrying about it, because you just kind of... Let it happen. It just, on, unless out. you're Amelia Clark, who's just, you know... Amazing. Comes back for more. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of Light I mean, was she, like, nope. Can you, like, think about it, though. What if... 
God forbid, if she actually, you know, would have uh, died from that. That would have been tragic. What, yeah. what, like, the show would not have been the same. You no. can't, yeah. what do you do? And we talked, we you can't recast talked about this. There was a show, um, Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus. Yes. Yeah, we talked about this on another pod episode, actually, mm-hmm. where the actor who played Spartacus in the first two seasons, first season, something like that, yeah. uh, he died, and he was a great Spartacus, and then the next guy, had, you know, they, the show must go on. They had, mm-hmm. they recast, and... You know, the the next guy did a good job, but it's like nobody it loses its steam. Well, it loses same its with, sale. you know. Yeah. Vivian Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never the same. You know, yeah. I, I gotta say though, um the guy who played uh Walter Frey and you know, the guy who played Filch. Oh like, my god, he's so great. Yeah, he was great. Absolutely. Like, he was one of my most despicable people, I think, like mm-hmm. in the whole show. Like and yeah. obviously Ramsey, yeah, he's he is and Joffrey too. But like, it's funny we've Walter gone this Frey. whole time without mentioning oh. that's the first time we've mentioned Joffrey. This is the yeah. first time. I think it was mentioned briefly in passing, but yeah, we yeah. didn't go into it. Yeah. No. But exactly. there's so many like ugh, characters that drove me. I mean, like when you saw the chat, like you know, Cersei, Joffrey, and like Walter Frey, like my top three. Where I'm just like, wow, screw these Ramsey? people. Yeah, Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey's the worst, obviously. Yeah, but, like, I think Ramsey. Walter Frey's like a different kind of bad, mm-hmm. though. But that's what I was getting at with the morality. Is like you, you just named a bunch of bad guys, but we can all like look at them and be like, no, this one's the worst. Like they're yeah. all bad, but there's like we can. George R. R. Martin does such a good job of clearly illustrating the different levels and layers of bad. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, if you look, and at you have Peter, someone like Peter Dalish. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, Pierre Baelish. Like he, Dalish, Dalish, like he's Dalish. But also, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. to me, like he, I get like pedophilia kind of like vibes from him. Something oh, yeah. especially with Sansa bit. and like yeah. just like grooming them and something. I'm like, oh, like yeah. you're very despicable, you know. And uh, like very, once again, very well written character. Like and the actor who did it was fantastic. I thought he but, was like, going to come back. The but, like yeah. that was the most satisfying death was him like begging for his life. I think it was the most satisfying I, death. I agree. I get that it was satisfying, but he was one of my favorite characters. So when he would die, <laughs> oh, no, like I was I said, like, "Oh, like, <laughs> like he was a very good character." Like obviously, but like the character within that world, though, like I hate his guts. He is terrible. It was so poetic to me because he thought he was such a smart dude. He I, thought he had everything figured out. He thought he he did played the game perfectly. I and mean, he started it, this whole again, thing to, to like, allude to Survivor. It was like you can play the game perfectly. You can do all of mm-hmm. this. You can say you're in control, and you could still never see it coming. And the numbers twist on you, and suddenly you're like, "Oh my gosh!" But I played perfect, and then you start begging and pleading, and then yeah. you're like, "Wow, this is happening. I'm done." And it's yeah. like mm-hmm. I thought I was the best player in this game, and no, and he and he ended up not being. And he was like, "Oh, I'm old the Game of Thrones. I'm the yeah. guy." The thing about Littlefinger is he should have left Winterfell the second Bran said Absolutely. to him, "Chaos is a ladder." Yes, when he realized. That Bran is legit, get the and he knows everything. He, yeah, that completely ruins his game. He has to get out of there ASAP, the last and he just hangs around. around. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I agree. It was his, definitely his downfall, and and for him being this you know super smart guy, he he should have like okay, you know when no when to hold him, you know like when to walk <laughs> away and when to run. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's kind of interesting, too, like, he started this whole mess in the first yeah, place with, definitely. like, you know, trying to kill Bran. You're like, I mean, yeah, obviously, like, you know, um, Jamie pushed him. Like, I mean, yeah, that, that was another motivator, but, like, having the assassin trying to kill him, like, that was a big mm-hmm. influence of how everything just started rolling into motion here and stuff. So like, Here's something for you guys. Most pointless death. Which character had the most pointless death? Oh, the guy with the huge sideburns that, um, <laughs> uh, uh, um. Uh, Theon killed. He had executed when he was taking over Castle Winterfell. Like that was completely like pointless. Like 
Oh, no. sir, uh, sir, what's his I'm name? I'm going to have to argue with that. Okay. Because that's like the leap that... Sir Roderick. I mean, you had, I think, to watch, yeah, Roderick, yeah. you had to watch Theon go from, uh, oh, this is great, I'm on top of this, to have his plan completely fall apart when he has yeah. to start killing people. Okay, that that's a good point. I didn't think about that. It's been a while, so... <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, sorry, it's been a while. It's an office, office <laughs> joke. Um, but I'm trying to think of someone else. No, that's thing, just a like, popular song. <laughs> uh, it's a popular song. Is, yeah, is stained. Is a big fan. Everyone of, knows that you're song. A stained fan. No, I'm not a fan. <laughs> that's the point, though. <laughs> Nobody's a fan. That's, you're asking two different questions here. We have a meme in the. Well, it's yeah, it's getting a really tiring meme already in the office. Mm. Where anytime anybody says it's been a while, it's, oh, people are gonna be sick of it. Oh, We're still gonna do it. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been uh, a while. In my office, I have to stop saying the word bizarre. Bizarre. Because then I get how bizarre. I don't. You don't know that, that song? From? No, I don't. You, follow you guys don't how. Did you grow up in 2000s? Maybe, maybe like, if you... <laughs> I can't really... I'm not going to say... Then we can. Ooh, baby. Oh, yeah. Ooh, baby. You're making me crazy. Every time oh, I, was I look else. around. No. Maybe that's not the right song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's How bizarre. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. You, you know, keep talking about Game of Thrones, huh? Uh, thank you for our Game of Thrones expert, Liam Mazzara. I thought me. I thought Varys' death was so pointless. It was cool, but it was very pointless, though. Like, uh, because I did like that imagery, though, of like Drogon. I was right. Again. It, it, yeah, right. that is okay, the right song. Okay, well, that's good. Um, and that's the thing is, I saw another Reddit. I've got, I've got a lot of like post-show stuff on Reddit. But basically, they had video of the table reading for the final episode. Oh, yeah. Well, did you watch the documentary? I still have to watch it. Like it's there's, in my there's watch a list. documentary. Yeah, there's Two a documentary. Oh yeah, it's hours. HBO. Yeah. So oh, it's about it's very it's yeah it's okay. <laughs> okay, I see. Um, it's about the other people who make the show possible. So it follows one guy is an extra in the show. Okay. He's probably my favorite in the documentary. Isn't he like the same extra that's been in yeah, every he's single been, season? Yeah, and alive. he's a big fan of the show, so it's like uh-huh. really exciting to watch it like through his yeah. eyes. Yeah. And so like there's an episode where like. I think it's in season eight where Kit Harrington like recognizes him and talks to him for a minute and he's just like, Oh man, like yeah. I just talked to Kit. So it's exciting. But um The photo double for the woman who plays Sansa, I'm forgetting her. I name. saw that today. They she looks more like Sansa than Sansa looks like uh, Sansa. I don't know about if you look at her long enough, it looks like one of those things that like you take half of someone's face and then put it next to each other. <laughs> I see. You know, yeah, one of yeah. those things. Yep. Um but yeah, I mean, she looks a lot like her. They oh, did a great sure. job of that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a good photo double if he didn't look right. like <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, but the documentary follows that extra. Um, a guy who makes snow for the series. Could oh, you imagine? That's, that's like, kind of interesting. What, is, what a job to have. It's that's really interesting. interesting. And he's, like, very strict about his job. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> is there any, is there any sound guys that you so, mentioned? So, no. And here's the thing. is like, I wanted to know more about, like, this... Not the cinematographers. The uh, uh, composers. Yeah. I wanted to All hear their music. story. But, no. So, it was him, um, costume designers... The snow guy? The snow guy. No. Okay. He, the guy who made snow. What, John Snow? No, oh, 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 I thought we were still talking about the snow guy. Oh, no. I'm just I, naming okay, the people that I the see. documentary Cause, follows. Because the snow guy seemed like he was a bit of a snow at all. Nope. No, he just knows about snow. (laughs) You had such good ones earlier, and now you're just like throwing it all away. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that you made me go back. (laughs) 
<laughs> to, to talking about this oh god like i wasn't done yet i need to get this i out. needed to say this low grade pun how dare you move on i'm sorry that's that's all i had planned for now continue um yeah no but it it does talk about i one of you brought it up kit finding out about the last episode or yeah, yeah. and his reaction to it all is <laughs> he cries i mean i'm not laughing because uh, he's crying but yeah, like yeah, just it's, it's nice you know, yeah he yeah. he is so emotion emotionally invested in this and why couldn't we get writers like that right mm. hey you're gonna be the next writer for game of thrones and, sobs uncontrollably and i'm so thankful it's funny to I see amelia's reaction as it's going on too because she's like sinking back in her seat yeah. and she's like how could you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um I can think of one. Regal. The dragon. Oh, wow. The yeah, great. Um, pointless death. <laughs> most pointless death. Regal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's right. I'm trying to think. I know. I don't know. Um, it's kind of hard to think of pointless deaths that aren't just extras. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's I'm going to go with uh, Thoros. Which Beyond means? the wall. Yeah. The 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 uh, priest. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's actually. Oh wait, I guess that's not pointless because he like brings people back to life, and you can't have that. Right. Yeah. I don't remember um, him. Maybe there is so many pointless deaths. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just Jamie. how they maybe how they're executed. Yeah, what Jamie. about people who should have died? Ooh. Uh, Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Look at that man. Okay. Second question. How? Um, he should have died when, at the front lines. He freaking yeah. ditched his own unsullied guys yeah. in the, that long night battle. What jack- general commander does that? He just yeah. straight up ditched his guys yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I guess some people would argue in the old times you'd have the generals in the back that would issue commands because they could see the field yeah, better. That's true. But we're talking about a show with dragons, I, magic, I love, and ice zombies. So, I love, you know. Yeah. I love just my To be on the front line and then to suddenly be at the back running away, it didn't feel like great one. Yeah. So you weren't the only person that I was like talking Game of Thrones with. So I had like two buddies of mine at work. We were like he was going through like am I oh this happened, this happened, like we were just talking about it at work all the time. And we thought of this funny scenario. Like you know at the last finale, like, you know, Grey Worm's like like, you know, John needs to be, you know, executed, blah 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 and stuff like that. Like he but it's like I feel like Grey Worm would have like just did it like he wouldn't have like done like the oh let's see what the other people think kind of thing why like, in the world were they pandering to Grey Worm anyway who yeah. cares, yeah, who cares? And like, as soon as he leaves Bran's like hey John, hey, John by the way, you Ollie, Ollie oxen free you can come back out <laughs> you, you're, you're good man you don't have to go to the Night's Watch <laughs> yeah we like, yeah they're going good. out to Narf oh, wait, can with we talk the about that? so he's, he's on the Night's Watch why? For, for what? Exactly. What's yeah, coming? What Night's Watch yeah, winter's for? coming. <laughs> are, you, are you just you know hanging out? That's what I thought. I figured he went to the Night's Watch and Tormund's like, oh, uh, I mean, he he does say it himself too. He goes, "There's still a nice Night's Watch." Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure Tormund was like, "Oh, you, oh man, you get punished." It's like, yeah, man, I'm here. I'm I'm doing time here. He's like, ah, the heck with that. Let's go up north and let's just do a new thing. Like, let's just go yeah. on an adventure. I will. I do like that. Like he is with the free folk, though. Like I do like that. Like, it is fi- like that's the thing. I'm I'm fine with where a lot of these characters ended up. It just yeah. you needed more time. Well, and that, and it's like now that he's you know banished, basically, mm-hmm. there's no point that he was the rightful heir to the You're throne. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. What the, was purpose? Yeah. I mean, guess if you really want to dig into it, the purpose was to 
make Danny go off her rocker and right. all of that. And, it should know. have been John's choice. It shouldn't have been Grey Worm making the decisions no. yeah. here. He's, I mean, it should have been he's John. Not powerful enough. Yeah, like John. Okay, John is like, all right, John, you got to be our king. He's like, no, nope, I'm going. I I'm did, going back up north. I'm done with this. I wanted to see a battle between John and Grey Worm. Yeah, no. You know what exactly. I didn't? Okay, kind of what you were saying before about pointless dust, but not really pointless dust, pointless battles. Yeah. Uh, Euron versus Jamie? Yeah, yeah that wow, was. Wow, seriously. <laughs> that was bad. Who cares? He didn't even kill Jamie. He was like, I killed Jamie. Like, no, no, you didn't. didn't. A brick wall did. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what? Nobody cares <laughs> yeah. about this battle. Like, nobody crushes it like the Red Keep. Yeah. I, I didn't. Okay. I mean, I, I, maybe the mountain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like. There was um there was actually an extra in um the Bells episode. Uh, she actually bells. turned out to be um in Chernobyl. I know it's kind of going off topic a little bit. Hey, hey. Um, I will like, not say hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just pretend you did. <laughs> well, we will find a spot where you said hey, like when you just did, and then we'll yeah. just like edit that in. Hey, I will not say hey. <laughs> But like she happened to be in the same in Chernobyl as well, like kind of like as an, another like side character as well. So I just found it interesting, like it, like oh she actually did came out of King's Landing, you know, just fine to go into a uh, nuclear meltdown. So really bad time for that character. Was it was it that extra who had like a strange amount of screen time? Yes, with the daughter oh, and like yeah, our yeah. Arya was with her and stuff. Well, I think I don't think it was really strange because I think it was supposed to you know be like humanizing mm-hmm. the no, people. I, I thought. Was, it, I, I don't know. I liked it. That was the best thing about that episode is we never go back to Danny when she starts going buck wild. Yeah, like we basically stick with the people on the ground and mm-hmm. we don't ever go back because yeah. it'd be so much easier to <laughs> empathize with her if we're up you there. You guys can't see right now, but I am raising my raising, hand. Yes. <laughs> um, it'd be so much easier to like justify her actions if she's up there and like we're seeing her face burning. But because we're down yeah. there and we never go back up to her, it's like yeah, she's clearly the bad guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just an interesting perspective. That's something I did actually. I thought. Yeah, no, well. I like that we stayed on the ground and yeah i mean we followed the the people yeah but aria as well mm-hmm. but what i was raising my hand about is <laughs> aria's got some brain damage yo yeah <laughs> yeah yeah hey guys she's hit her you're safe <laughs> she's hit her head a lot yeah and she like I'm a faceless man. That's right, Arya. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you are. I'm nobody. What's like, west of Westeros? <laughs> she needs. You know what she should have ended up doing? Going to a hospital. Yeah, yeah going like, to see a maester. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because those were some bad, bad injuries those, that yeah, she very bad. Some bad hits. Like Seriously. I thought, like when uh, when I, initially I you thought like the running. white horse was you know Bran at first, but then I'm like, wait a minute, is she dead? Like, wait, wait, like no, no, I hate no. all these powers that were introduced to that, Bran, and then yeah. for what? For nothing. They did. Never I'll keep an eye on Drogon. He took some good naps. Took some good naps. He kept the. That was the other thing too with oh. the with the Night's King, and he was like, "I'll be right back." And yeah. it's like, "Where are you going, bud? Just, don't take a nap right now. Yeah, we, we got things crows. going on. Just playing, doing some crow play. Yeah, <laughs> crows play, cross play." Where are you going? I don't. Role play. I thought it was foreplay. Play. I thought it was foreplay, yeah, too. No. I wasn't as dirty. I thought it was roleplay. I was trying to turn cosplay, crossplay, crowplay. Uh, yeah. It, it's okay. You tried. Spiraling. Yeah. Oh. I, I didn't complete the process. Um, Character that, like, totally didn't get resolved, uh, that girl that Bram was with. 
What happened to her? Brian had a girl. Oh, she Mira. died. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she just left. No, she, no, she, she just survived. Left. She just, she just, she just left, left. And, and she's like, you're there. a jerk, Brian. Yeah. You're a jerk. I know. <laughs> and then that was it. Like, she, she like, never came back. It she was never like, came like, back. She okay. didn't participate. She didn't, like, show up at the last minute to try to defend him. That would have been a better freaking moment if she showed up and was, like, yeah. defending mm-hmm. him in the freaking garden or whatever. I would have yeah. actually been fine with that. Exactly. That part, I was like, I really, because I like that character. And I'm like. I really kind of want to see where, like, you know, where she ended up, at least, you know, like, at least, like, at least, like, a name mention or something, you know, but no, no, didn't get that. I think what gets me the most is that, like, I mean, I, yeah, obviously, like, I binged through the whole series, like, within a span of a month, like, you know, but I'm still, like, kind of, my, my, my thoughts on season eight is getting lower and lower now, not just because of this podcast, I was already thinking that already, like, with the past, like, couple weeks since I've watched it and stuff, like, it's it's really obvious seeing all the faults and stuff and like you know it's like why wasn't this shown ahead of time like you know just made a lot of bad decisions i mean part of the the problem we're talking about is they chose to show the wrong things too like Mm -hmm. in the long night a lot of people were angry like what you said earlier with sam on that pile and it's like how did he survive they shouldn't have even shown that there was Mm -hmm. if you you make these problems for yourselves when you show things that people are like, okay, they're putting that in the bank like yeah. of, oh, yeah. this is factual, this is canon, and this is actually happening. There's no point in showing Jamie and Brienne and, and Pod fighting off hordes of zombies yeah. because then you're just making people mad. You're like you're mm-hmm. insulting our intelligence where you saw them just, just curb stomping everybody mm-hmm. and just blowing through them like a tidal wave. Um, and then, oh, yeah, but but Sam, he's fine. Yeah. Um, that, I just, yeah. just that, armor. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I already talked about it, but just it, the sheer lack of deaths in that episode is just, you know, why did we work up eight seasons of making these people zombies? Yeah. And, like, they're so smart, too. Like, with yeah. the with the whole uh, sacrificing each other thing to get over the fire. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the hive cool. mind associated mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, exactly. It was like, like Infinity War. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying yeah. to... Yeah. Oh, no. That's not what I was thinking of. It was a different movie, World I, I War Z. Thank you. Yep. That's the one. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, we're, you know, and it, it's just kind of like, why did you guys make us fear these things? And Yeah. Because they were terrifying. Exactly. Like, they were the oh, scariest yeah. thing they were about the show. scary. Freaking Hard Home. Yeah, that Hard was Home was so, such a good episode. It was one of the best episodes, Is that honestly. the one up with, where they leave the island? and Yeah. They're trying to take, they're trying to save some of the, yeah, um, and, the free folk. And you see all the, the things on the mm-hmm. edge on of the, the shore, water. Yeah, yeah okay. And then they all stand up after he yeah. does the come at me yeah. girl thing. Yeah. Okay. Best and also, scene for the Night King. Absolutely. It was the best scene. Absolutely. And that was the best yeah. Night King. They changed actors. Because that makes everything uh, ten times more horrifying. Mm-hmm. That actually, was a moment where you were like, oh shoot, they're in a lot of... Danger. The first Night King was way more terrifying. The first Night King was uh, the guy she tells you not to worry about uh, in terms of Night I, Kings versus I am, you. I am the complete opposite. I actually oh, think man. the newer Night King looks better, no, like visually wise. I don't remember. Like I like his gaunt features though. Like he the looks soul and like you know like he was just a former man and just like you know that's how he's supposed to be. Like the other one has more of a fuller face, and I'm like, mm. I, I do think he disagree. looks better in the later seasons. Yeah. No. However. Season five, Night King is way better than season seven and eight. Well, like, as a character and doing as stuff, a character. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. But like the look, on top of the look of the Night King, in my opinion, like I think 
the later I think, ones. Are I think the second Night King looked like cosplay, a bad attempt at cosplaying the first Night King. I'm, I, it, I can't unsee it for me. <laughs> no offense to the guy or anything. Oh no, I, yeah. And that's the thing is, I thought they changed actors to make him look more like Bron. Or Bran. Oh gosh, Bron. <laughs> I thought they changed actors to make him look like more like Bran because I thought, oh wow, he looks a lot more like Bran. Mm-hmm. And so I figured that's where they were headed with this. And they even like, dressed no. the same. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I figured that's um, what that was. And I was like, okay, if that's the case, then yeah, it makes sense to do this. Right. So just for our listeners out here, like, I don't want to keep like bashing the show. Like, we we all really like the show overall. Like, there's yeah. obviously best mistakes, but just there's just one thing I really want to compliment on, like that that the show's done well and the books have done well as well, is the use of magic. Like the magic in this series, like it's not whimsical. It's not like fantastic. It's, it's not Harry Potter. Dark. That's it's true. gross. It is like messy. Like something that's like you know takes blood magic. Blood magic exactly. Leeches. Like just stuff that like you know you wouldn't dare do. Like you know with the whole uh, the witch that was with uh, the Dothraki. Oh Like yeah. that whole part. Like. That's, you don't know what happened in there, but obviously some dark <laughs> stuff was going on. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, here's a spell for me to do. Like, no, literally like this, like a life for a life sacrifice and like, you know, nasty like noises you're hearing from outside showing, the tent. Yeah, and like showing a rough cut of season eight. <laughs> That's what was going on in that tent. Oh. Ah, get me out of here. Ah, <laughs> it's horrible. It's it's what could have been, right? It's not worth right? this. Uh, yeah, what could have been, right. Yeah. <laughs> But like I like how that's like actually being done in the show, like and I don't know some of the books as well. Like, but I just wanted to say that like before I forget because I probably will because we'll keep on bashing season eight while we can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should probably move on from season eight. <laughs> yeah, it's making yeah. me season hate not like season hate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, then uh, disregarding season eight because it's obviously the least favorite. Never What's your guys's what season eight? <laughs> uh, what's your guys's favorite season overall? Like. From experience. Should we do, like, ranking? Sure. I mean, yeah. we can rank it if we want. Um, <laughs> Who wants I mean, to start? I, okay, I'll start, I guess. Um, I, we can, I think we can all pretty much say eight's at the bottom. Yeah. Are we in agreement on that? Yeah. That eight is yeah, eight? Eight is, eight is eight. Like, there's moments I, I liked. I it. There's moments I liked. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, How long have we been doing this? I thought we were talking about the good things. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was Spanish class. <laughs> Weird. Um, I'll say right now, season one's my favorite right now. It's that it's what got me in the show. Like the character, it's really like plot focused, and I do genuinely love like how the interactions are in there. Um, then I'd say season four with uh, like everything in there, especially the finale. But not, I don't know if it's the finale, now, but like the whole. Oberyn Martell and, you know, um, the mountain battle. That was awesome. Um, and then I'd say probably six, then two, seven, and then five, and then eight. So. Missed three. I think you said five oh. twice. <laughs> oh, I did? Oh, it. Let's go back to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'll put three, bef- like, right after six then. So okay. It, so that's probably my ranking off the top of my head. But I still love season one so much. I, I it's been so long so since good. I rewatched the series that honestly, the, a lot of the early stuff just blurs together. So yeah. I won't be able to really do this. Yeah. Basically, seven and eight are in their numbers. Seven and eight in terms of where they place. I don't dislike seven as much, like as some people may think. But like I, it just it's it, it's the same. It's a lesser version of eight. They should have done more episodes of seven too. Yeah. I mean, that's just I where I stand. I, what I will say is, I think a scene. That was actually one of my favorites. Uh, 
was unfortunately the scene where Marjorie Tyrell died. It yeah, was, no, it's a great scene. That, it's just so sad. That sequence, <laughs> which makes with it the, great, with the music and the build up and the like. Oh, it's like it's just this weird montage that's happening. Yeah, and then the music gets more intense, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh man, this is happening. Oh, and just and when the, she, and, yeah, go on. I don't want to. No, but but no, go ahead. Well, just the part where she's like, Cersei's not here, and yeah. it's like the connection, yes. and it's like. Oh no! And then you cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's not even the end of the episode. It's no, the beginning. It's the yeah, very yeah. beginning, and I, the editing the is fantastic. The I, editing was so great. That's probably my favorite sequence. I do have. Yeah, one, I agree. I yeah. do have one complaint about that whole sequence, and it really bothered that Marjorie me. died. Well, well that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and once again, it's a sound issue. The true, my real queen. But <laughs> the music, like the music, was great. However, they put the levels way higher than the dialogue. Like, there was a part where, like, uh, Grand Maester Pycelle was talking with um, uh, the other one. Uh, but a- anyways, like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, you can barely hear them. Like, it's being overdrawn by the music. I'm like, guys, turn it down. Or, like, at least, like, you know, raise the levels on, like, on the actor's dialogue or something. Like, that really bothered me. That took me out. Because, like, it was a great sequence. But I'm like, what? Like, I-, I can't hear you. <laughs> like, but overall, I still love that sequence, though. Um, I will say though, my favorite moment in season seven was when they brought the white to King's Landing. Like, yeah, it didn't it, overall in season eight it didn't end up that too much. That was pretty cool. But I love because it, like, it, brought... it was a better version of the Landsmeet, where you have all these people who you you know are meeting each other yeah. again for the first time in a while. But, well, all and, together, and it showed. And Cersei was scared of she it. She was and brought like, down. Yeah. so much. Seeing like, actual that was, fear from her. Like, was that this, was important. Like yeah. this is something serious. Like you had a point where. Um, Especially with her hound. being pregnant. Yeah, like the oh, hound. Yeah, she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, not like, that that mattered, right? <laughs> well, the thing, is, the funny thing is, because since I benched it, like I already knew that, like ahead of time, mm-hmm. like I knew it all at once. But you guys had to wait like two years for that to happen. So yeah. But like you know, if you had to have the hound basically kick the box where that where that white was and stuff, like that's like oh, this is like intense, you know? Mm-hmm. And like just having them like cut off the arm like this is how you do it. like just that whole sequence like i'm just like oh wow this is so cool like how they're doing this but unfortunately it didn't turn out to be as well conclusion wise but like i like how that turned out that was like my favorite one mm-hmm. probably that and then viserion becoming you know a white in a sense i did like that yeah i also really want to as far as like saying nice things about the show um and what we liked i really also want to comment on how much i liked uh the relationship between john and egret Yes. I think that yes, was built up so well. I thought it was they they had great chemistry. Obviously, great enough chemistry that they ended up getting married so cute. in yeah, real life. That. Yeah, uh, those two actors, uh, Kit Harrington and I. Of course, I'm unfortunately blanking yeah. on the actress name. who plays Egret. That was like my um, biggest crush in the whole show. She I does such a good job. She. <laughs> I think Rose? it's uh, Rose Leslie. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Rose Leslie. Yeah. yeah, she does such a good job. Uh, she played the because in the book she's very similar character you know kind of playful teases him yeah and the whole cave thing was such an awesome thing and then in her death when she says I wish we would have stayed in that cave that was actually that was yeah. probably the hardest death for me yeah. that one be, to heck with Rob that was probably the worst part right there where it's like yeah right in the field should have stayed in the cave her and Hodor man oh it got me oh yeah and of course. Ollie was the one who did it. And you see that like little smug face he gets. I'm like, damn you, Ollie. I'm like, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> it only gets worse from there. Yeah. 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 That's when the you show know, really started going on now. <laughs> yeah. That finale for, uh, I believe that was season three. Or four. 
Four, yeah. Um, that was actually shot in IMAX, and they actually had that mm-hmm. in IMAX mm-hmm. theaters when that came out. So I wish I was able to see what that looked like, like on a oh, huge man. screen like that. But that's yeah. actually my favorite episode. So that would be yeah, that, that would be really cool to watch. Yeah, because uh, spoiler to my rankings, but uh, season four is my favorite <laughs> season, and uh, <laughs> even though it's not the finale, it's the episode before the finale. Um, it just feels like a great conclusion to this uh, story that we've been building up throughout the past two seasons of the uh, Night's Watch versus the Wildlings in the conclusion. And, yeah, I mean, they just hit all the marks with uh, John and Egret and um, even, uh, what's the Lord Commander's name? Thorin? Oh, Thorin? Uh, Thanos Slint? No, that's, that's, the, that's the Kingsguard that got brought over. Oh, yeah. it, uh, you, you, you guys know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sure yeah. do. <laughs> him, him. Uh, there's a scene where they're up at the wall, and he almost kind of like respects Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. He's like, and they have the like a uh, buddy buddy moment, and they're like, after this, we're gonna continue hating each other. And he has an awesome fight with. Uh, why am I blanking on all these names right now? It's so many names. There's, There's so many characters. There really is. Um, Tormund. Tormund, oh. yeah. yeah. Well, you shouldn't forget that name. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to comment on two other characters, two other uh, actors who I thought played a fantastic job with their uh, their roles, but maybe their roles that kind of get lost in the shuffle. Uh, I think the guy who played, and of course I'm not doing them service by remembering their actual name. Yeah. Uh, but the guy who played the High Sparrow. Yes. Fantastic John job. He's so he's, awesome. he's a great actor. He, I mean, I remember him from uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. He was the James Bond villain in that, yeah. and I liked him in that too. Uh, yeah, played the role perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, very calm, uh, and and just really captured. Uh, multiple layers to what that character was supposed to be and you're supposed to have kind of like mixed feelings about him because yeah. on, on some level it's like oh this is just bringing straight up theocracy to uh, this place <laughs> and is kind of just doing really uh, crazy uh, things in the name of religion but he's also kind of got some good points he brings up yeah and, like you know the people he's a very people focused yeah very much about the people and he's not he's he's like he uses that as his justification to do what he does because he's like well i'm not living a rich luxurious life or anything i'm just you know so i feel like i can enforce this stuff because i'm not a hypocrite it's interesting when we first meet that character uh he's kind of like a jesus type figure like he's in dirty robes and he's cleaning people's feet feeding the poor it's like wow this is a really great guy and then yeah he's so great complex yeah Yeah. really complex and then my second person i would say is actually mance uh mance rider mance radar Mance Uh, raider the king beyond the wall the king beyond oh yeah he was a very he's a character that's easy to forget but then it's like I remember his scenes, and I remember being captivated every time he was mm-hmm. on screen because he just like spoke re- very uh, directly, and yeah. it just kind of had a charisma uh, to his character where it's like, oh, this is supposed to be this guy united all of these like free folk that hated each other. This right. guy is, in a way, a Daenerys to a certain extent, mm-hmm. you know, a northern Daenerys, um, and then and then he just dies before he gets any traction going. Yep, unfortunately. <laughs> but like they did it in a way where like it was like you know yeah to the plot. it was a good way you for know? him to it go wasn't just John. killed him again John, John, John so, okay yeah. I mean he was sentenced to be alive yeah. he was already being that's burned, right so. it was more that, of a mercy yeah yeah yep, I remember that now the, for real uh, this time yeah exactly so really Stannis <laughs> killed him yeah in a way yeah yeah Stannis okay Stannis. you're on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yaren's definitely not one of my favorite characters, but however, apparently he's like better in the books. So because like he has a more of a bigger role. Oh yeah. And stuff and like he like he's seen like it was briefly mentioned in the show, but like, like he's seen stuff that, like none of you would ever imagine kind of thing you know mm-hmm. and like i i want to know more about that kind of stuff like i want to know yeah. more what you've done and what you've seen that's why i think like he went to the southern continent like uh, which once again that escapes me but like you know i really want to know more about that region or anything else in the whole world of this mm-hmm. series like, i want i just want to know more like come on martin give us more books man <laughs> i wanted yara to kill him yara Ooh. That would have been a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, I thought Yara was going to die and, and okay. uh, Theon would live. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if any of you guys did like a death uh, Deadpool. I was in a Deadpool yeah. Drake, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did the worst. Like, got, oh, I uh, did the worst too. Yeah. I, my boyfriend made me do it with him and his family and uh-huh. I was very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, they, they'll live. Well, a lot of people did live. You know what? I was very good at getting it like completely wrong. The people okay. that I thought would live or die. Right. So, so if you pick somebody, they're definitely guaranteed to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Chris but, did the opposite. Yeah. He I chose. was blood and carnage. Yeah. I I don't know. I just like a lot of it was like I don't see a reason why we would kill this person. It yeah, was weird logic like that. Yeah. Um, but one of the questions in the Deadpool that I did was, who will be the first to die in the season? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the same. Ooh. But, no, um, that was Varys, wasn't it? Wasn't he the first one? No, Varys was first not one, the first one. To, in the season? Uh, in season season eight? eight? No, he was like one of the last. Uh, first the first one, one to die the was... The guy from the the wall. Yeah, not Beric. Dodd. Oh! Dolores said. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for first. some reason, I keep thinking his death was way before, like, I thought it was, like, early in the season. No, Varys was the second to last episode. I, it's, once again, yeah. this whole thing, like, it's No, Varys muddled. was the last episode. No, second Oops. to last. There goes my body. It was the bells. I can hear the bells. No, Var- no Varys was in the last episode. No, he wasn't. No, he he wasn't. died. It was at the beginning of the bell. Because oh, he's shoot, re- yeah, and then, you're right, you're right. Yeah. That's when uh, yep, good call. Good call. Tyrion kept yeah. saying, like, okay, when I ring the bells, when I ring the bells, oh my god, <laughs> oh, when I ring the bells. That was so annoying. He did it, like, five times It's like, I get it. When you ring the bell, she's yeah. not going to stop. Let's just get yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like that, uh, what, is it Chekhov's gun or Chekhov's gun? You guys should know this as film people. Um, maybe I'm not pronouncing it right. Are you talking about Han Solo's gun? He's uh, no, no, no. Chekhov's gun is the scene in movies and story writing when uh, if you introduce a gun or anything yes, I've heard in the this. plot, you have to bring it you back bring later. It back. So yeah. in a movie, if in the beginning, the character's like, hey, look at this gun that I just yeah. got. I'm going to put it away for now. That gun has to come back. Otherwise, it's going to be like, why was that gun there? So it was Chekhov's bells. Like the, uh, yeah, like much. the, the <laughs> knife that Arya. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Because like she was training with Brienne and stuff, and like you know that. Well, that knife yeah. killed the Night King. It was yeah. Valerian steel. So I guess that would be right. Know. So it did. Oh, so are we saying it didn't serve a purpose? No, no, no. It did. No, it did oh, serve a gotcha. purpose. Did, but yeah. I'm just but saying it had to, it, show it, up it had to come yeah. back. It was an example. Gotcha. Okay, I mean, okay, but also Game of Thrones is not a good example because a lot of things did not come back. Jeez, no kidding. No kidding. So there's that. Like the writing. Um. Shoot, I was I brought up all of this for something and characters that was the first to die. In the first season. to die, yes. Thank yep. you, Brandon, yeah. for keeping me on topic. Um, oh yeah, that's what staying on topic's about. Uh huh. So in my Deadpool, I said that Yara was going to be the first to die, 
Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was going to happen, too. It's a solid bet. Yeah. It's a solid and I was, like, so sure of it. And then she didn't. And then she had no more purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how she wanted to be, like, in, like she was going to be independent from, uh, I, I believe Cersei was, like, gonna, like, hey. Oh, no, it was, um, it was, oh, there was Daenerys. Like, yeah. she was, like, you're going to have your own independent nation. And then at the end, she's, like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, you know, Bran will be king. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, she totally forgot about it. Like, like, oh, no, yeah, let's totally join you guys up. <laughs> How ridiculous was that? I mean, I know that's keep going back going to season one, yeah, yeah. and that scene was so awful. It's, where it's really like, good show, guys. Trust Grey, us. Grey Worm's like hits Tyrion. He's like, "Shut up! You will not speak." Tyrion proceeds to give a full like ten minute speech. speech. Yeah, like, and he chooses the king. Yeah, yeah like right. as a prisoner with the best also, story. The only person on his side really is Sansa. Yeah, yeah. that's another thing I was gonna say. We have like not talked about Sansa at all, Very who well. I think is like one of the most like the biggest character arcs in the whole story. Oh, yeah. I would agree. Because definitely... who? Nobody, nobody likes Sansa with no. the first four seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. 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 everyone's oh, like, you can princess. kill her now. Yeah. Nobody liked her. Exactly. She was the reason for everything. Yeah. Joffrey. What would you say? Like the what's other the, things. The tipping point. That's when, victim you know, blaming. What do you think was the tipping <laughs> no, point for her? No, because before then? that, the, tipping... the whole dog. Oh yeah, the dog thing. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Before she was a victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the tipping point was probably around when she got mixed up with Peter Baelish, and then yeah. she got mixed up, obviously, with Ramsay. That was yeah. the biggest, like, yeah, right. the big um, turning point. Yeah, but that whole part was. Rough. She had the one of the best lines in all of season eight, where she said to Tyrion, "I thought you were the smartest man alive at one point." Yeah, yeah. when which he, just shows yeah. how much she has. She is so wise. Come together. Okay, question. And how dumb Tyrion? Got. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because they got rare out material for him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who did you guys think was going to end up on the throne? I thought no that's one was going to end up on the throne. That's a great question. Which I was kind of right, but like I was, I was hoping like. For democracy? Yes. When I watched that, I'm like, oh, my 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 guess is going to work. This is going to be it. And they're like, huh, have my uh, mule be a vote. I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess my plan's out of the shoot. Well, at least the throne got melted. There you go. <laughs> I, uh, that was my guess. I went full in on John. Really? Yeah. I, because I figured John is the main character here. Mm-hmm. He's following the hero's journey. Yep. Started as a bastard. Mm-hmm. He's a Targaryen. He's going to end up king. He doesn't want it, the but that's why king. he should be king. Yeah, yeah. And I would have been fine with that. Hmm. And, and but they wanted yeah. to go with you know ex you know diverge people from yeah. what they thought I, you know or what's the, so what's much, the saying yeah. uh, diver- diverting expectations diverting yeah. expectations and then and then um, no subverting I think subverting yeah. yeah I think it was Tyrion who made the point uh, John can't be keen because there would be a civil war. Because of uh, the unsullied and, and then just leave the anyway. Dothraki. Yeah, and then they left. So it's like, all right, John, you can still be keen again. All the all the Targaryen. Yeah, like you're good to go. Yeah. Um, and, I yeah, go ahead. Well, that's the other thing is they can't breed anyway. The, uns- yeah, the unsullied problem like, is going to work itself out one way or another. Yeah, just it's a matter of time, really. I mean, there is still a dragon, you know, out there yeah, with a dead body in its claw. So, like, that nuclear John weapon. Can, that's yeah, John around. can ride. Yeah. So, like, if you really have an unsullied problem, get that dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really thought the show was going to end, um, with just like the shot in Essos, and it's just like these random kids or whatever, and then. We have the camera pan over to a dragon egg. Yeah, that's magic what I was is coming too, yeah. back to the land. Yeah, but 
No, Drogon you know, just disappears and never heard of again. With no. Danny's body. Yeah. Also. <laughs> I thought just, at first, I'll take this. I thought at first like Drogon was like eating her. I'm like, oh jeez. Oh, no, All yeah. right. Like okay, this is. I'm like, oh no, he's just carrying like, her. Is Drogon's he gonna go just, bury yeah. her? Is he gonna? You Drogon's know, what, no? getting ready for his animated spinoff series of Dra- uh, Drogon and uh, flying on adventures with Khaleesi's corpse that he just carries <laughs> with him everywhere. I, okay. Otherwise known as Drogon Tales. Yeah, Drogon. Oh <laughs> man, I, that was good. I will give praise to one thing, like more than anything else in the show. The dragons were done so very well in the show, in my opinion. Yeah, like yeah. I loved like the detail they were. I loved how big they got. The like, dragons, yes. The dragon flying scenes, no, not yeah, so no, much. Not, not that, <laughs> yeah. but like just like the whole like. My, actually, to be honest, there is one single moment I think is one of my favorite moments in the whole series is when Tyrion is going down to the dungeon and like he's talking to the dragons. Like 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 they're they're intelligent. Like they can understand understand stuff and like. You know, both Rhaegal and Viserion were, like, looking at him. Like, you know, just, like, tips his head, you know, unloosen the bolts and stuff. And Tyrion's like, if I do anything like that again, please kill me. <laughs> that moment like, was... Like, I love that moment yeah. so much. And it's like, interesting. That moment was actually supposed to belong to a totally different character that was never introduced. In the books, there's a character, like, a son of Dorne, who yeah. like, goes out to Essos to try and marry Daenerys to bridge those, like, families together. Mm-hmm. And he basically... I can't even remember all the details, but basically this guy finds himself in the dragon's den and ends up getting got. Yeah. Um, so but so they, like, kind of did a twist on it. Right. Um, and I like how they did it, though. Like, it was so cool like you know just their for just huge just demeanor that they have like it just i really like how that was done like i mean like i said in the chat like i was just like yo drogon's back like when he was on top of the pyramid i was so excited so like this is so cool like even when um Viserion got like raised from the dead i was like oh like i i realized like how bad this was gonna be you know kind of mm-hmm. thing i wish they did more with that um but yeah, that's one praise I can definitely give the show. Like, no complaints whatsoever. Like, yeah, that was done very well. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell that most of the budget went to that, though. <laughs> Whatever happened to the guy with no tongue? You know what I mean? He just disappeared. Okay. Who? Exactly. The guy with no tongue who was, it? was originally training with Jamie to teach him how to fight when he lost his hand. And Braun like helped facilitate that he's i have like, no idea who you exactly yeah, that's about. exactly right but he's this. a big guy in the book i forget his name uh but he's like this terrifying dude who doesn't have a tongue his tongue was cut out he was a great swordsman and in the battle of blackwater he's actually in there with all the women and basically cersei threatens sansa and basically like, oh, he's he like a kill. really big guy not really though he's like an older looking guy and he's just looks like more he scrappy hair he's more scrappy and crazy looking um, but he basically know. has no tongue, and originally he was uh, the one who was training with Jamie because Bronn said, oh yeah, you want to train with this guy because he's not going to say anything. He can't say anything. Speaking about uh, crazy, scrappy guys from the Blackwater episode, um, you know that uh, guy who shows Tyrion all the wildfire that they have in the dungeons? Oh yeah, what happened to him? Um He's not really that important. So. I know, like, but, uh, he's an interesting character. Fun fact looking. is, he uh, actually auditioned for Grandmaster Pycelle. Oh, and really? he didn't get it, but they brought him back in season two to play that other role. Right. Well, he he could have been a good Kyburn too. Like, you know, he got that. Oh yeah. He has that yeah. look to him. But I, I did like the actor for Kyburn too. Like he was Kyburn's great. Very well, you know. Very His like. Death a, was and great. I loved it every yes. time. Uh, His death was so good. Every time Grandmaster uh, Pycelle 
uh, talked about Kyburn. He was like, Kyburn? He's <laughs> not really a master. Well, how this else guy, do you say the word Kyburn? Ill in pain. Ill in oh, pain. Was pain. Was he was on, yeah. uh, what's his, he was oh. on Arya's what list. What happened to him? Exactly. Mm. What ha- He just disappeared. Yeah, no. He was with all the women. And Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I totally Something forgot about that. Something happened with him. Because I read a whole thing about how Arya's list, she also, like, yeah, doesn't suddenly, go through with yeah. either. Yeah. She has, like, what, like, just, eight people on her list, and she killed... Yeah. Three, I and think. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not. That's not a good return on. No, no not at all. Yeah. If you're if you're a wannabe assassin, yeah. you've got to do better than you that. Get girl. those numbers up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't ever remember seeing a reason for him not being on screen anymore. He just mm-hmm. suddenly disappeared. Yeah, and exactly. he was pretty heavily featured in the early seasons and in the book. He's pretty heavily featured he's like this guy that sansa is just terrified of mm-hmm. and in sansa's chapters where she's in king's landing she just in her internal thoughts she's just afraid of the dude for good reason you know oh of course yeah he's monster basically <laughs> yeah so i i there's just a that's just one example of something i could think of. i was like oh okay we just ditched that trail and yeah never went back to it, it. looks like he had health problems that's what i figured oh. is it could have been an okay. something with the actor Out, outside the production he was diagnosed with terminal pancreatic cancer oh so that's rough it's terrible yeah uh, he's not cancer free though yeah oh well, that's good as of 2014 he's cancer free that's really good but <clears throat> despite his recovery he didn't not come back yeah mm. I'm just surprised they never said anything. I'm surprised they didn't even like an on-screen just talking like, "Oh, Ellen Payne fell." Yeah. I mean, ill. Yeah, that's something. what they uh, did with uh, Lord Umber. Like, yeah, exactly. Later, off-screen, he's like, yeah. "Yeah, he died in the war." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was replaced with a uh, Car Stark in season uh, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is good. Oh, there's that one guy. Um, I, I forget his name, but he was the uh, husband of uh, Gilly. Um, really? Oh, that disgusting. That Craster. Oh, Craster. Craster. Yeah. yeah, he... Oh, man, that was another, like, person I just felt like, oh, I hate every single moment you're on screen. Like, what mm. great actor. Did, did really well with the role. But, like, oh, just the moment. Like, I mean, he just putting his sons out for sacrifice and, like, you know... No, to be, like, turned into White Walkers. That's another thing that was, like, so confusing and, like, intriguing at the same time. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. And, and in the, the long night... There was not other like no other. There was no fights with White Walkers. It was just the whites. Yeah. Nothing ever happened to the White Walkers. For sure. Yeah, they're just standing around. Yeah, uh, they don't really know what the White Walkers do. Well, that's the thing. What I was just going to get into is you know obviously they're doing a prequel series coming out here. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's about the first Long Night, about yeah. the White Walkers for the first time, and even to a point where the Children of the Forest actually there was that one scene where that the first man who became the Night King like became a white walker i want to know more about that stuff like i want to know like just all the details about it the people who fought against it how they actually survived how they built the wall my way too early prediction main character is the guy who ends up becoming night king Ooh. way too early prediction Ooh, you're right here folks bk (laughs) yep i don't know isn't that guy like a stunt double that actor for the night king yes yeah, they talk about yeah. that in the documentary. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. No, no yeah, they don't. Yeah, don't. Maybe they do. Well, like, they know. do because he talks about how people don't recognize him on the streets, mm-hmm. and he gets really excited when people do recognize him. Yeah, so true. yes, watch that documentary. I mean, he even like um, I, I just saw this from online, but like he was like helping train uh, the guy who plays the hound and yeah. uh, uh, Thor who plays uh, the mountain. Like he right. actually was like on, 
like at that scene like he was saying like oh go like this like he was using his arms to, like you know do like the sword battle and stuff for a game bowl and like i'm like oh wow he's actually like you know a swordsman as well like but you never see that in the yeah. show and i just want to like uh f- just kind of correct what i said earlier it's not that the guy who played the night king was a bad pick or anything mm-hmm. it's that I think he wasn't as intimidating looking in terms of makeup and like, wardrobe yeah. as the first guy was. I will say the first guy reminds me of a blue Darth Maul. Blue Darth Maul, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they didn't make him look uh, just terrifying enough. Right, right. Or, or they yeah. didn't highlight. I think it's something features. to do with the eyes yeah. because in season the season yeah. five, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Night King. I don't know why I'm blinking on these things, but <laughs> his eyes are like wide open for yeah. some reason. And then, yeah. like, his are more smaller. The next few seasons, like, wide open. He's just like squinting. I do like, love. He's just mad. I do love that smile he gave when Drogon was like blasting the fire oh, yeah. at him. He's, he looked like like a toddler, like who's up to something. <laughs> like, what'd you do? Where'd you hide my keys? And just like that little smile he gives to like, I saw, Drogon. I saw a great meme that it was like the center of your hot pocket. we can keep on talking about this for hours and hours on end but i think this is probably a good place to leave off here but uh thank you guys again for joining us Uh, this was an awesome yeah thanks a lot session about game of thrones Mm -hmm. going off thrones i should say going off thrones Um, game of topics game of topics going off thrones and all that game of topics like game of topics yeah Spin the wheel, see, game see, of topics. See, like, it's like, who's gonna enough. break the people wheel? Like, because like I've, I've been telling people about this episode for a long time, and like I'm like, oh, what should I call it? Kind of thing. Like, it's literally half and half. People like going off Thrones, and people like Game of Topics. So like, I have yeah, to, like, I, I like going off Thrones. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, it's actually a pretty uh, split kind of thing. Yeah, you know? so like I have to kind of be like. When I'm when I'm it's finishing like cake versus this. pie. Yeah, mm. Mm. Don't, I don't think that's going back to that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. At, oh, man. At my work, it's definitely 50-50. Mm-hmm. But uh, once again, just thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Going Off Topic. And uh, what is dead may never die. Ah, oh, I had something. Did I steal it? Ah. <laughs> oh. Valor, Mar- Valor Margalis, but it's not as uh, uh Lannister always repays his debts. Ooh. Mm. Uh, shoot. Do the easy one. Do the easy one. What's the easy one? Oh, winter is coming. Oh, yeah. Way to end it. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for checking us out in this episode of Going Off Topic. We're available on other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And while you're on it, go ahead and give us that little five-star rating and review because the more ratings and reviews we have, the more listeners we get, and we get more exposed. And any support helps us out a lot. And I promise it's not just a huge ego boost, even though it is sometimes. Go ahead and check us out on our social as well, which is facebook.com slash goingofftopic. From there, you can receive the latest notifications about updates, news, and episode uploads of Going Off Topic. But once again, Chris and I want to thank you for joining us in this episode, and we hope to see you in the next. Getting back on that real quick. Why, <laughs> why would Cersei assume that Bronn is going to kill... His two best friends. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Did you know that um, Cersei and Bronn dated, dated and yeah. they had any yeah, contact? Yeah, yeah, that's why they Wait, are they never, they are never they in a scene together. such a bad, well, okay, question. Wait, in real life? In or real life. Show? No, in, in real, real life, life before Cersei the show and Bronn happened, dated, and then they had a bad breakup. And it breakup. ended it so bad that in their contract it says they are not allowed to have a scene together. Yep. Oh, but wow. what about the first episode of season eight where she asks him, 
to go kill her brothers. Mm-hmm. No, that's Kyber. Kyber does Kyber. it for her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that maybe they just did oh. cutaways and they weren't ever actually yeah. recording at the same time. <laughs> that would be I very was never obvious. in the same room at the same time. I mean, no, we had shake. Yeah. They yeah. did a, an arrested development, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but, exactly. But yeah. what I was getting back to earlier was like the whole scene with Peter Baelish with the prostitutes and stuff. Yeah. That, was, that whole thing was literally to lead up to a joke. It wasn't even funny in the first place with that um, uh, prostitute from uh, Winterfell. And it was just like, Ross. wow. Yes. Like, that was completely... She's a TV character also, not in the books. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I feel like I've heard some people in the community saying like that was like the like one of the favorites. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't Wait, know. who is this? The redhead... Uh, Prostitute uh, from the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. And then she moves to King's Landing. Well, that it's t- isn't that Tyrion's wife? No, uh, you're thinking of Shay. Oh, Shay. oh, I am thinking of Shay. Yeah, I can go a whole thing about Shay there. That that whole part, like, are you ready for bed? I forgot how much I, I hate like, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're getting ready to throw some shade. 